Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. All this right. might go two hours. Oh, easily. Easily. All right. So, what I'm going to do is uh, pour some. Go ahead. Yeah, go for it. I have T Rex arms. Otherwise, I'd help. <laughs> T Rex arms. I feel like T Rexes get a lot done because they couldn't jerk off. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> that's a well. That is that's a funny. good point. <laughs> I, I never thought of it that, that way at all. Never, it never crossed my mind that, that T Rex is getting a lot done because they can't jerk off. And now we can't get that out of my mind. Now we know why they're so angry. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's even more funny. It's just, it's just pure frustration. He wasn't chasing that Jeep because he wanted to eat them. He just wanted to jerk them off. Yeah. <laughs> he, he thought the tires like, would be interesting. <laughs> Like, if you want to live through Jurassic Park, just reach up and give it a few pulls. <laughs> give it a tug. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to, to what it's like. All right. Warning. What you're about to hear was intended to make you laugh a lot. If you listen to the show and feel inspired, then that's awesome. But if you're easily offended and just can't take a joke, you should turn this off right now. Otherwise, turn this shit up and hang on. Welcome to the Get Up. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah, I'm JP. Welcome to the Get Up. Today I'm joined by Justin. In the club, it sounds like. Kelly. Hello. And Delano. Hey. hey. And for Justin and Delano, uh, Delano, you you have the most the most appearances on the show. This is his third time. Really? Superstar. So I, I, much, much love. Appreciate it. Justin, <laughs> this is your second time? Yeah. We're working on it. We're, we're working, working on it. Right? Okay. Last up. time, I, again, we talked about it at the beginning. I had to take off. <laughs> had a family emergency. <laughs> Kate was in the ER, so... We're going to yeah. stick this one out this time. Yep. <laughs> hopefully, right? No problem. No, no, not even no hopefully. Problem. We're going to stick it out. No no yeah, everything is situated. We finally got that figured out. You know, surgeries and things like that later. We're here. And this is Kelly's first first Yay. time. Kelly, I love Kelly's perspective on stuff. It's hilarious. And I, I, wanted, to, and I wanted to get a woman's <laughs> perspective on some of these topics, right? So this, yeah. this episode is going to be the decade in review. So 2019 just ended. We're in the 2020s. And uh, a lot of shit happened in the right. last 10 years. A but lot of really crazy stuff. Before we start, I know it's like the whole decade review, but we absolutely have to stop doing everything and have an eight-second moment of silence for Kobe. All right, cool. <laughs> or six. Six seconds. Six. That was I pretty much it was close. It was close. It was close. It was I was counting on the fingers. It's the, it's, I mean, it's, there might have been a little rush, but... Yeah. The thought that counts. <laughs> So how are you guys doing today? Doing good. Good. Doing good. Not too bad yeah. for a Sunday. For a it's Sunday. not snowing. It's, not... it's actually beautiful outside. Yesterday it was funny. We were grocery shopping, and we were at Meyer, and they have the sleds like in the discount section now. You know. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, you were talking about getting sleds? Let's go get one." She's like, "Yeah, like we're gonna go sledding in this weather." When we walked out, it was like just a downpour of snow, like <laughs> Did a blizzard. Did you go back in and buy sleds? No, I was like, "Oh, so you know." <laughs> <laughs> No, because it's going to be melted all today. Right. You know, that's the, the bad thing with this crazy weather. It's I'm, bad. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, don't, I'm not, I don't even talk about the weather mm-hmm. because I'm not trying to jinx it. See, I, I exactly. enjoy the snow. No. no. I, I hate love it. The snow. Nope. I hate it. 
I like I like the cold. I'll admit, I, I like the cold, so I can layer. I can do what I want to do. Yeah, I just I, I enjoy the cold. I, I really don't feel like trudging through slush. It's because nothing yeah. drives me crazier than being hot. Just because, like, yep, when it's really hot, I can take everything off, and I'm still miserably hot. Right. At least when it's cold, I can just put some more stuff on and be warm and be comfortable. See, I'm the complete opposite. I hate being cold because I feel like I can't layer up enough. You know what I mean? Like, and if I layer up too much, I'll be too hot. Then you're too hot. You know what I mean? I can't find find that perfect balance. And I hate coats. Um, so like, all yeah. about coats. Yeah, I hate coats. <laughs> like, I like you always jackets. get like the stylish coats yeah, too. Yeah, I like yeah. jackets. Like yeah. fall, like this this weather right here is my jam. Yeah. Like fall weather, all of that, forty to sixty degrees. I'm here for that. You know, I yep. can do my fall stuff. You get better <laughs> colors in regards to fashion for the fall. So I'm super excited. These about These two fall. will go on about fashion. We yeah, we no, discovered yeah. that that connection last time. <laughs> So I, no. I hate it, but give me the cold weather. There's nothing more unattractive than a woman walking around with a mustache made of sweat. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't argue that. That warm weather brings out a lot of things I don't want to see. Yep. Right, but and it brings yep. out a lot true, of things true. you do want to see too. True, true. <laughs> so it doesn't better. seem to equal out. So. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing better than people watching mid-July at Cedar Point. Oh my God, it's weird. It's super weird. People watching, period. People watching. Weird. I actually had to do <laughs> about when I was. Watching. Oh, me too. It's I am too. Like, and I had to do that for like a study or something I was doing in college, and you had to give an analysis of all the people you watched and what did you notice about their interpretations and conversations and their body language. It was about studying body language. That's really what what it was about. So I just sat in the mall one day and just watched for like two hours, and I was just like, people are weird. Definitely. People are weird. Me Very. included. Everybody has their own idiosyncrasies. <laughs> like, you know, funny story, like just going back to how deep I am with music. I used to have to catch the bus a lot when I was in school, like in college. So I would walk to bus stop to bus stop or walk miles and miles to school just financially, you know, the reason why. So I would have my headphones on and like I'd be rapping to myself and things of that nature. And a friend of mine's like years later, like ran into me. He's like, yo, you good? He's like really, really concerned. I'm just like, I'm okay. Like, why are you asking? He's like, my uncle said he saw you a couple days ago walking down the street. He thought you was talking to yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And just, you know what I mean? Like, but because you're people watching, you don't have the full analysis of the story. So again, we're all weird. Well, especially now with headphones, how small they are. Yeah, Yeah. you don't even know. You don't even know they... Look, it, you get on the elevator, and, and, somebody says, I love you, and well, what you even have to off? say it back. They're on the phone. Right. <laughs> what throws it off is, like, I got in the elevator the other day, and this lady didn't have one in her right ear. I'm assuming it must have yeah. been in the ear that I couldn't see, because she was having that conversation. I'm like, I don't see headphones. I don't. She doesn't have her phone out. Don't see headphones. Like, it is hard to tell who the crazy that? people are now. <laughs> yes. It is. It has yes. made it harder. It is you know, you used to be able to, to just cross the street and be like, I'm right. going to go over here. Well, on both sides, they're talking to themselves now. Yeah. Well, now the, <laughs> we're about now the crazy people are all online making money. Yeah. That is true too, and we can blame that on technology and social media. Way to segue into the deck and recap there. Yeah. See what yeah. we did? Hey. <laughs> so we, we were technology. talking about that earlier, but like exit ramp. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that 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 the 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 increase in technology has affected. I mean, like social media one. And we were we were talking about that before you showed up, but mm-hmm. like social media and and how uh, no, like Facebook, Instagram, all these things. How we know they're st- like selling our data and people just still don't care they're just still going along i mean me personally because it's the way that i have to to get this stuff out this content out to the world is through those channels 
but you I gotta think about it. You, you gotta think about it like this do do people even recognize how valuable their data is it doesn't matter to you until it matters to you right. i think i think that's the reality of the yeah. situation yeah i think a lot of people have just given up like i, I don't even worry about it anymore i've, I've right. just given it up that's like true. if it happens it happens right. but you know after all these breaches you know like facebook breach equifax breach target breaches like every single breach everywhere i go yeah i've got <clears throat> notices probably in the last five six years probably three times that my stuff's been compromised and i had my card my bank card three times in one year yep. the information stolen and, that, yep. and even technology's made that easier the fact that like you can't even trust paying at the pump and stuff anymore because they can just steal your information because right swipers have taken over swipers <laughs> are officially the come up of the <clears throat> decade because yeah. that wasn't even a thing like check right? fraud was a thing yeah you know what i mean like credit card fraud was a thing but now this whole swiping epidemic is crazy and not even not even just swiping like some of the stuff they can just use the rf I, whatever readers and just be able yeah. to get some yeah. of the information yeah. the rfid out yeah. there oh yeah cards now. when i was a bank teller we always had those real real uh, paranoid old people and they'd open up their wallets and they'd have tin foil lining the entire <laughs> thing thinking that would be a deterrent right. for those readers yeah. old people are, are my favorite because they just they sit and they watch the news all the time oh, and they're the just living oh, in a sheer panic talk oh, about brainwash yeah. i remember talking like being in communications at work and you'd ask somebody for like the last four digits of their social security <laughs> number and they start screaming at you at the top of their lungs it's like what like i can't give that to you over the phone yeah. and like what have you angered the russians like they <laughs> like, when, like it's, a, it's a digitally encoded cell phone it's not like the old phones i, I don't know if anybody else remembers back in the 90s when you drive with your car and you could flick through the channels on the radio and yeah. pick up people's cell phones. Oh no. Nah, they that's... had the they had the phones you used to that, be able to do that with cordless phones yeah, too. Yeah, like the cordless phones in people's houses you could listen to as you were driving around because it'd just be on a radio frequency. My mom, her stereo in the living room used to pick up the truckers going by on the main road. Mm-hmm. You'd be sitting there and all of a sudden like they would just come through the speakers, you put the trucks. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have those kind of stories growing up in the hood. <laughs> you know, we don't have those kind of problems. <laughs> But what it, I mean, it's it's allowed the the rise of, uh, and, and we've touched on this stuff before, but especially when we talked about music and everything. But it's just in general, the barrier uh, to entry for a lot of things now is the bar has been lowered. It makes it easier for people to showcase their talents, mm-hmm. but then also it allows for a lot more garbage to get through and yeah. become popular too. And it's because it's it, it's, it's direct to consumer almost. Right. Because with the with the I, the, the thing is, it's like they're we're, we're trying to make the world more convenient for the average person, which is the the base of technology. If right. I can make things simpler and more effective for you, even to the point of the selling the data. Granted, I don't agree with it, but it's like if I can cater the advertisement to exactly what you want, you don't need to see all of these other things that you see, like what Facebook does with the algorithms and right. the things that you like. Let's put the things you like in front of you. Now, is that the heart of the matter? Probably not. You know, that's, that's what they're selling us. But the heart of the, what they're selling us is that I'm trying to make it more convenient for you to put things in front of you that you actually are interested right. in to make your social media experience pleasurable. Likewise, with technology to try to make things more convenient for you. So with that said, there's always going to be, you know, the ebb and flow of people taking advantage of the system and things falling below 
the cracks and things of that nature. And I think that's kind of where we are. And like I said previously, the world is going to end up like Wally. I'm convinced of that. Oh. Like if Jesus doesn't come back, did, did you know you, what I mean? Like we're just going to end up like Wally. Did you, did you see the segue? Uh, the wheelchair? I didn't. It's fucking Wally. Yeah. It's like it's it like the Wally wheelchair. Are you serious? Yeah. I didn't see it. Yes. Oh, it's crazy. I'd say I didn't bring my monitor down here. I probably should have. But yeah, it's uh, it's nuts. It's the, it looks like the wheelchair from from Wally basically. Pollution and stuff like that. <laughs> running around. And that's and that, I think that's where we're, we're going to end up in. Not not necessarily exactly like that, but it's just they made the world so convenient for people that I can do everything from a chair. I don't have to move. When you think about even again another thing for the decade, how streaming has becoming super popular. I don't have to go to the movies anymore. I can do everything from my living room. Yeah. It's like we're trying to make the world so digitally convenient that I never have to leave the house. Right. People are online shopping more. I'm doing everything on online. I don't well, have to. The end anything. game of that is you won't be able to leave your house. You know, because right. the more people do that, like the you can see it with the internet shopping and mm -hmm. with movies and things like those businesses are going to evaporate. Right. So if you want to go there, you can't even go. And it's it not exist. like it's going to happen tomorrow. But right. It's uh, definitely uh, something long run that you can. So you it can definitely turn. impacts the economy, right? Like there, there was an article and that's what it looks like, by the way. <clears throat> I mean, it's straight out of Wally pretty much. <laughs> it doesn't hover, but I mean, that's right. but it's still the same. <laughs> it's thing. pretty that's damn wild, close. man. Uh, is like uh you know i read about best buy like years ago how they were talking about uh amazon was killing them because best buy always like their sell was that we're the experts on this stuff so this is where you come when you want to get the expert like information and what they were seeing was people were coming there for the expert information and then turning around and going to amazon to actually buy it mm -hmm. now that they had the information yeah and wow <laughs> i don't know like i mean that puts circuit city out of business i don't know how best buy has managed to remain relevant i think best buy like the they've moved more into like the installation yeah i was gonna i was that too but i mean i every time i go to a best buy it seems decently busy like but you gotta think about like granted nobody's buying physical music anymore nobody's buying physical dvds but people still buy Televisions, you know what I mean. Even though you can I do that, I buy equipment. You know, I buy Blu-rays all the time. You know. Now I'm the one who buys CDs still. Yeah, you know, because I, I just feel like I don't know why it's not that big of a deal, but it is. I like having the physical thing. Mm -hmm. I'm that way too. too. So, I, yeah. especially if you've been collecting records, or if you know, depending yeah. on how deep you go into music, if you've yeah. been collecting records for a long period of time, that does not stop just because it's you know it's just that's right. just what you do. So I understand that, but at that to that point of Best Buy staying in business, it's, it's all about installation. Yeah. They're they're installing you know sound systems still in cars. Like people, the information is available. You can YouTube it. You know another segue YouTube. Well, think, you know like stuff like yeah. that. So I think that's how I think they, another they part alter. of it too could probably be uh, the rise in package theft. You know, you get mm -hmm. a, a TV delivered, a fifty-five inch TV delivered. It's pretty unfucking mistakable what that is, right? Exactly. Like you don't want a fifty-five inch TV yeah. sitting on your porch waiting for people you to taking come home. advantage of that package stuff. Like I think that's <clears> going to be a big one coming into the next, the it next is. ten did years. You, did like, you hear about they changed the? Uh, they moved it from a misdemeanor to a felony now, which oh, it should really? be. Oh, good. Yeah, because oh, sure. they're going to be really expensive stuff. Like, right. If you're only going to get a slap on the hand for doing that, like the people it, that do it, I think the the tons of trouble. The yeah. uh, doorbell cameras have really helped yeah, with that, like bring that to Definitely. to light. Just because I think like, you can publicly shame somebody, but I 
even when you have the film and everything, like the police aren't going to make it a giant priority. Right? No, no, never. But I mean, but I think, I think they it are helps now going forward yeah. since they moved it from again. It's it's a, like you said, it's a slap on the wrist. It's not the juice. The juice isn't worth the squeeze. It's not worth yeah. the work right. of the police. But now that it's a felony, you have a higher consequence of it. You know what I mean? Like so, it's worth yeah. me going to do the work and doing what I need to do because you're going to for sure get more time than the misdemeanor. And again, not to make this a you know justice system bashing, but it totally is going to be for a second. <laughs> if I can put you on papers. I'm the the higher right. of you reconvicting is higher and yeah. I can keep yeah. you Definitely. you know have you watched the guy he's just got this personal vendetta against package theft on YouTube and he invented the one that has all the, the iPhones the fart spray yes, and, and the, the sparkles and the I've seen yes. him yeah I've got just him. Of that. it's got perfect iPhones glitter bombs and it now he's got it to where it does like police radio traffic oh, really? and all these other things. And nice. see, I seen when he first hit, yep. like, made the news making those. I never saw like that he evolved. Oh, it, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see it. It's continuously evolving, and now and people like, are still awesome. stealing from him, and people are still taking it. But That's some people crazy. recognize it. Uh, they have they? And then he had one guy who, because they'll send it out to different people right. around the country to do it, so he can get the films. Because yeah. one of the people it was, like, he sent friend. it to stole it. Because he just wanted it for like the collector value, and he's just like, oh. And so then he, he like publicly shamed. I mean, him. it was it was crazy to watch. The best was just watching them like get in their cars and then open it up and just oh, glitter gosh, bomb yeah. their car yeah. and it smelled bad. I love that because it really doesn't hurt anybody, but it's just no. But it's like right. so awesome. fucking serves yeah. you right. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's bullshit. But I, so I mean, like that that whole thing there, and you know, you were talking about never leaving your house. Eventually, I think there is. Uh, definitely an issue with the the ease of like the convenience of everything like i go to the grocery store people are there like shipped buying people's yeah. groceries for them and stuff mm-hmm. but i think that the larger the larger impact is the lack of people knowing how to talk to each other anymore you know like That's huge. you yeah. see that like in younger generations, it's almost for sure possible for sure yes, it's well, getting worse and, and, and worse. people not knowing how to handle rejection people not knowing how to how to talk to people and go to approach people i i would guess and this is in a study that i made up right now that (laughs) that the the social the social awkwardness and anxiety is probably on the rise i mean no no, that's a fact that's not even a made up that's a real you know what i mean just because like so many people now because they don't know how to have that interaction and it's and i think that's a larger part of all this ease of stuff in the the social media everything like what you're seeing on social media most of the time isn't real that's filters uh, that's production values that's not real you know tinder electronic dating things like that they've made it so like Men have traditionally been, and I'm not trying to insult you or anything, but they've <laughs> traditionally been like no the people who come up and, and do that, and you learn to handle rejection very early in life. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you, for sure. Because for a lot of men, especially ones that grew up, like, you could go to the bar and you, 10, 12 people before somebody pays attention to you. Right. You know, you get shut down, especially when you're young. So uh, now there's. No one would go up to somebody. It, it just seems crazy for someone to go up to a human being. Like, it's a bar full of people doing this. Well, because what people are doing now for that younger generation, it's still this, it's the same rejection. It's just digital. Right. Because but now, you don't feel it. It's not. But you still do because it's still yeah. rejection to an extent. Like, you're, nobody sees it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But you still are. You, cause, cause the thing Fuck. is, it's not giving my phone number. Is follow my Instagram page, right? And yep. you follow the page. And what I learned is that to show I'm attracted, I go and like a bunch of stuff on your page, right. like and right. like not like 
the recent stuff, like weeks ago stuff, like months ago, yeah. to, to kind of to let you know, like, hey, I'm watching you. And, and then, then you're then, still being classified as weird and stalky. Well, yeah. no, because, again, I learned that this is the thing. They're right. not looking at it like that. Like, yeah. they, they observe it, and it's like that's the way they communicate. It's the way that they court, per se. So now it's like, okay, I know this person is interested, so now I'm waiting for the direct message. Right. So when the direct message comes, it's like I then know how to handle it. And then from there, you know I've already shown that I'm attracted to you. And, you know, it's 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 the same thing. It's almost like at the bar. I'm buying you a drink yeah. or whatever, and then I'm going to go talk to you. You see, you see yeah, what I'm saying? So well, I think, like, it's weird, but it's like, you know. a drink, it's like that weird kind of like drunk frat boy way to do it. Like, right. I'm, 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 it's just one of those things. Like, I will honestly say that if I wasn't, if anyone that I wasn't dating or seriously with, I've never bought a drink for a stranger in my life. I've never had a stranger buy me a drink ever. Like, really? Really? I don't never think bars, once. though, but yeah. I've yeah. never had anyone. Like, no, I've never. I've, but I've never been ever. that guy that was like, yeah, get that lady at the end of the bar a drink. Yeah. One, I, I for sure have. I don't put myself drinks. out there But like I've, that, I've never done it. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna. Like I've never, no, I've never done it with the intention of trying to like get somebody's attention. I'm just like I'm at the bar, so I'm like I'm I'm, I'm up, you know what I mean? I'm on, right. I'm on a thirty, so I'm like, yo, drinks for everybody, you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those kind of deals. Different scenarios. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, I, I want to be clear, like I can't well, say got, I've never bought anybody like, a drink before, <laughs> but I never bought anybody a drink with the intention those, of those people that are just, you know, and you know, honestly, the reason not is I I worked for years at a bar, like I. Like, people get played hard on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they do. Like, yeah. you know, it, it, a girl will go in and just drink all night for free I, and oh, bail sure. out. Oh, sure. And man. I mean, that's a, I mean, I've, I've had those friends where that was their, like that. their MO, right? They're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm going to go but drink the, for free tonight. It's the nature of the beast. It's yeah. like, yeah. It's, it's, it's the cost of play. Like, and as a, regardless if you want to say it or not, as a dude that's buying drinks, you know that. That's your yeah. fault. I have no sympathy for people like that. Like, you but know see, what it is. And, and it's funny because I hear it sometimes, but I think there is definitely the, there is a, depending on the guy, there is, there is definitely that mentality of like, oh, she like looked at me. I think she, this will be oh, different. Shit. Yeah. I think she likes me. She looked at me. Oh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to send her a drink, you know, like, because that's the but easy if you know way to the get the old invitation. skills. Like if you have the way to do that, you can tell the difference between a look and a look. Like, yeah. That sounds but, but stupid. No, it doesn't. But if you know, you know, you know, you know. Yeah. You know, you know. Yeah. So, like, like, you know, you the, learn when you're young. Like, you look across, girl might smile at you, then you automatically turn around and ignore the shit out of her. And then, like, you go back and then you turn around and look again. And if she's looking again, that's the confirmation. That, now you're like, yeah. you're like, all right, like, she's looking still. The double take. Even right. after I did that. Like, I had a completely different you, approach when I was out there. Know, like, <laughs> and little do you know, it's that. actually the guy behind you. <laughs> 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 but the trick is, is like, man, you ignore it. Like, I remember, though, you know, uh, you ignore again at that point. You're and doing then, the night then at the Then you go to the bathroom, and as you pass by, like, maybe from the back, back from the bathroom, you say something. Like, just something like that. Like, man, oh, yeah. I never... Like this. never did that. Like I know we're completely off topic, but like that long yeah. game. But when I was going out, long I was going out with the intention though. of enjoying myself and having fun. I never right. went out with that intention. When we did go out with that was intention. It was like a no, that completely different ball game. Right, right. <laughs> you don't go out with totally that intention. Different. You start that that intention at about twelve thirty. Yeah. So, but, again, but that's still the intention. Like, yeah. like it, that's still the intention. I, I don't want to deep dive right now because it's gonna sound super like crazy right now again segue the whole me too movement and all that stuff like that's so like yeah. you know it'll sound crazy for today's thing but like when you know when you're out with the guys or whatever like that y'all having that conversation like me and my friends when i was like first fresh out of high school early college like yo 
whoever gets the least amount of phone numbers has to buy breakfast here. Right. Like we had a thing. Like when you yeah. going out with that intention, it's a completely different ball game. It's all right. business. But then if we're, we're going out to have fun, that's the last thing on my mind. So it's like. I'm just enjoying myself. Enjoy so when you see those looks, I'm not even paying attention to that. And then so I that's I said the long game, I'm not even paying attention. So if you look, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. But I'm like, I'm I don't want to say I'm ignorant, but I'm like I'm I, I have a very good sense of humor, I would say. So I'm cracking jokes, I'm laughing right. all the time. And I feel like that's the the outlet, you know what I'm saying? Cause you see the look and it's like, yo. I'll make it awkward for him if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. If there's a way for me to make a situation yeah. awkward, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Jason can attest to this yes, at work. Yes, yes, yes. Kelly, Kelly likes to make shit awkward, it's, which is why I appreciate your sense of humor. Yeah. It can, get, uh, can take some quick turns. Speaking of sense of humor, another thing for the decade. Nobody has one anymore. No Wow. So that's one. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so Kelly knows this, but I'm uh, I'm flirting with trying my hand at stand-up just to fuck around with it and see. i think you would be great at it and i've been waiting for you to do that i've been so slowly watching the timing i've been yeah. slowly watching you for like the last year and a half i'm like he's definitely gonna do that just because of, you know you know your character <clears throat> well so you know i've had a couple of comedians come on yeah uh, i've seen those episodes great episodes right? too. and uh so like i went monday night and you know, I try to support the people that are supporting me and helping out, and you know, which being you guests. do. A gr- and I know I keep cutting you off. You do a great <laughs> job at that. Like I will, I will say, Thanks, like sir. as far as like having guests on, you go the extra mile and make sure you go out to these people's shows, support their businesses. Like when I had that event going on last year, you every time I posted something, you reposted oh, yeah, something, sure. and it wasn't just like reposting it. You went an extra step in yeah, commenting and said, "Hey, this, 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 yeah. this, and this," to get people there liking the page and all that. I just want to commend you on doing that Thank for you. the people that. But you're I mean, on the show. and that's like part of you know the, the whole purpose of of trying to put this together and do that is to help like give people a way to get up to get their name out and it doesn't help if it goes just this far as the conversation right, right? yeah uh and and so i went out on monday night and i you know supporting one of the the comedians that had come on my show and and i'm watching it and there was a couple people this is their first time like they like this is my first time getting on stage and actually trying to do this and i was like fuck like you know that's got to take guts but then i was like shit i talk in front of people all the time i got so much talking in front of people experience. just telling stories about right, and just family telling... life at work for oh sure yeah i think <laughs> it was i i've always thought about that too like it just seems really fun yeah in today's exactly. society i feel like having somebody come up and get super pissed off at me about something that i said because it personally affected them like, there's 250 lame. people in this room. I don't give a flying fuck about what you feel. And, and like, that seems, and that, like, and that's exactly. just the sentiment that, that it seems goes forward. Everybody's like, I've, I've so posed important. that question to the comedians that I've had on. Like, how do you handle that, right? Like, is there stuff that you feel is off? Like, just you can't touch that yet? Or, and the common sentiment just seems like, fuck it. We're just going to plow ahead. We've got this weird thing that's in us that's fucked up that's like, we just got to keep doing it. I don't think it's that. I think it's just, this is the outlet for that. I I think, for me, there's racist comedians. There's, you know, sexist comedians. Uh, You got to understand that there's a separation between a joke and truth. Right. You know what I mean? And and, and what the comedian's job is, is to take the truth and make it funny. Even if it's something you don't subscribe to, you don't watch it. It's made up. It's not really a true life story. That's like one of the things that even any seasoned comedian will tell you. Like, they're they're, they're like, you realize I'm doing a character. Like, I'm doing... This is a joke. It's embellished, right? Like I'm, I'm not exactly. I'm not. This wasn't what I did yesterday. Like I didn't punch my kid in the face yesterday. Like this is a joke, and to actually have that, you know, I had a talk with, uh, you know, Matt uh, up on our floor, 
just a friend of ours. I can't think of his last name, so I apologize to him. But uh, he is a stand-up, and he has a joke. And he, we had the same discussion the other day when I at kind of when we had some time to walk together. He told me that he's got a favorite joke of his, and of course, it's a difficult subject. He goes, "It's about a rape fantasy." Boom. Like, all right, we got a problem here. And he goes, but the turnaround on the joke is, it. by the time I'm all done doing it, it's about me getting raped. And he's like, so it's, I'm not like throwing it on somebody else. But he's had people attack him afterwards about it. He had a promoter tell him, you can't do that joke on stage anymore. I can't allow it. And he's like, it's completely, utterly so self-deprecating. Like, it's on me. Yeah. But it's just the subject. The subject's not okay, right. man. And, and that sucks, man. But going to the rape thing, Dave Chappelle has the greatest rape joke of all time. <laughs> and it's just... No, that's a weird phrase to just say, right? The greatest rape joke ever. The, in my top ten favorite rape jokes. <laughs> because the, yes. there's this rape jokes out there, right? Yeah, right. Definitely and, and don't, the upper listen, echelon of rape Don't jokes. cancel us. Don't cancel the show. <laughs> right. It's just a joke. It was hilarious whatever but again going back to that setup like i would love to hear that joke you know right. what i mean because it's like even if it wasn't about him because it is a total spin like, it's like the yeah, setup the punchline right. the timing of it it's yep. like you're leading me there because like that dave Chappelle joke i would have in never in a million years and studying film and stuff like that you can sign up see the setups i never saw that coming and, and that's what and, made it that much more funny. What's funny is like so i've been looking up because you know i want to make sure that i'm Everything I'm interested in, I research the shit out of. So I've been looking up, like, you know, common, like, ways of writing jokes, stuff like that. And that's, like, the biggest one is the surprise. Like, lead them this way and then yank that carpet right out from underneath yeah. their feet because this is what it really was. Like, that's, like, and that's what they say. That's the and key. Yeah. That's, like, the huge thing. And, like, one guy, that's I was reading his article, comedy. and he was like, I don't care what anyone tells you. That's what's going to deliver every single time is that switch, that that surprise that they're not expecting. Right. Which, again, why Dave Chappelle in this last <laughs> decade has put, to me, has put himself in a different stratosphere for comedians. I think with the timing of the thing, even I'm just the happy genius, to see him back. Like, I'm happy oh, to see sure. him back, too, Definitely. but just the, the, the way really he's going about doing it. And that's the yeah. point. Even even to that, his his fall from grace, per se. His fall from grace this decade, you know, this last decade. Self-done. Like, Self-done, yeah, he did it. But then the way he came back, the timing of how he came back, the climate he came back in, the jokes he's telling, the way oh, he's yeah. telling them, it's, it's, it's ingenious. It just, yep. Even yep. that last one, that last stand-up, oh. I feel like that oh, last awesome. stand-up is going to be something that's studied at Harvard at some point in time. Because, and <laughs> I'm being serious because not only one. the content, just the timing. When right, this panic rhythm. is over, that's yeah. the kind of thing that will be like this, hopefully signified where it calmed down. Like, yeah. Yes, you can listen to somebody and think, but... You, Things don't have to be one hundred percent serious. Yeah, at and all he, times. But he again taking yeah. the truth Pisses and making it funny. Yeah. Like he is in that last standup. I mean, back to back. There's not a dry moment in it. No. It's back to back to back to back to back. Setup joke. Setup joke. Right. Setup joke. Set. It's back to back, and then even the callback response of the like. It's just amazingly Yeah, when done. he calls back like 20 minutes later. Yeah. yeah I'm going to have to go home and watch it later. You've never seen it? <laughs> no, I've seen yeah. it. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to watch yeah. it again. No, like, it's, it's phenomenal. really good. Like, phenomenal. One of the ones he had that was personally, I was like, oh my God, that's so true because my kids have gone through it. Is like the active shooter shit now, right? Yeah. Like they do the active shooter. Yes, yeah, which is you're weird. sitting in the back of the class. They, and, and, you're teaching them how to do it. Right. Yep. <laughs> he's like, you're teaching the shooters what you guys are going to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it sucks to laugh at, right? 
especially like having kids, having right. kids no, in school. It's 100% but true. It, it, is. Is. it is. It is. And then he goes on a further say, and guess what? One of us is raising the shooter. Right. And that's yes. true. Yes. Yeah. It's true. Yes. You, know, you never think it's you, but it's like, hey, you know, somebody's raising the shooter. So you, you know yeah. what's funny is I had this conversation with my son a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about social media and like why, first of all, him having a phone, because we got into this conversation the other day. Oh, boy, yeah. Uh, him having a phone, the only reason he has a phone is for emergency purposes, right? Right. Because he's done a lot to abuse phone privileges. but And every time I thought about, like, turning it off, I'm like, but he does stay home alone. He is getting to the age where he may be going to friends' houses or going driving with people, whatever. He needs to have a phone to be able to do that stuff, to, to be able to call and get a hold of someone. You know, I don't want him being home alone and someone's trying to break in and he can't call 911 or, right. you know what I mean, something like that. So, and I, so I told him, I was like, you have a phone for this express purpose only. Anything else above that is... A privilege and I don't want you on social media you don't need to have an Instagram or a Facebook or any of this other stuff because I guess snapchat's the real big one he got mad at me the other day for he said I'm ruining his childhood because I won't let him have snapchat because that's the way, that's the way all the high school kids that's the way all the high school kids talk funny. to each other he that is how they talk to each other though yeah but I was like all right, I'm gonna really feel rough on this one but What's the difference between Snapchat? And <laughs> Snapchat, all is everything that, the that one you that post, disappears? Yes. it disappears. Uh, okay. It disappears well, for you. The feds and the police can still access <laughs> it. No, no, there is a YouTube video online. You can go back and access all the stuff everybody really? sent you through your own. That's the one that everybody sends. So you know yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So all you kids out there listening you know to this you, show, stop you know using the Snapchat. So, it tells you if they screenshot okay, it, but that's about it. So they can still go back and access to Chappelle's point about raising the shooter so I told him I was like you know and I've watched a lot of documentaries on like white supremacy and, and religions and, and stuff like that like I'm, I'm really uh infatuated with just like learning how people think and like how they can get sucked into these weird things like flat earth like it fucking drives me bonkers that people believe that shit but flat it's like there's earth? some flat, flat earth. earthers Flat earth. Flat earth. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. oh, you can go on the Cats last 10 years with that one right there. That's right. right. That's that's so, so anyway, so That's we the were having this way talk. to look like the biggest fucking idiot immediately. <laughs> yes. And, like, and there's no them, way to lose right? all credit for everything in the matter of a tenth of a second. <sighs> so bad. Yes. But so I told him, I go, <laughs> yes. look, I go, people target you. Right, you're in the demographic and the age of what people will target. Specifically, uh, there was one documentary. I think it's on Netflix about white supremacists, and like one of the guys that leads one of the national white supremacist movements, he moved to Detroit specifically for recruiting people. He was like, "This area is ripe for recruiting people to follow our movement." And you see some of these school shooters, the, the kid that shot up the church. Like those are all people that are there that are probably feel lost right like and that's what they go oh, to so i told them of people yeah right it, it plays on people that feel disenfranchised they feel alone they're looking for something to belong to and maybe they're angry and they got these emotions they don't know where to put them and i told him i was like so that's they they you know go for people like that and he goes dad you really think i would do that i said no but do you think of any of the kids that have shot up their schools their parents thought that they were the ones that were going to do that no and yeah. it's the same thing to what Chappelle said like someone's raising the next school shooter yeah and that's the same thing like that's why i'm keeping because i mean i'm not saying that you're that person but i never know if you turn into that person yeah. do all you can yeah you know so you don't need all that shit like me personally is i got this conversation last night 
the only reason I'm on any of this stuff is because I do this show and it's to promote the show. Yep. Like, I barely ever post anything personal. Like, yesterday I was like, oh yeah, I was driving with my son at the racetrack. But I was doing that because I was making fun of two people that I called out in my post. Because they used to be all about RC shit and stuff and spent all this money on crap and then never used it. So I was just kind of making fun <laughs> of them with that post, you know. And like, hey, come hang out because this shit's pretty fun. Well, yeah, and it's not like your kids are sheltered. They're watching Jackass 3 right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not 3. 2. <laughs> we- a jackass somewhere. The, the, the part where they're jerking off the sea cucumbers. Oh, <laughs> Mag- my God. Megan was like, Chastity, let me cover your eyes. <laughs> we, I hey, forgot about that. You know what's that. funny? Look, look, I my daughter's 10. We so let my long. daughter yeah. watch those before we let my son because we're scared of him doing those things. Oh, wow. That's true. Where are they finding sea cucumbers? Is this like the world's most embarrassing They were scuba diving somewhere. No, they were going to go. First, they were going to do... They were they were diving with whale sharks with uh, shrimp in their like they had these like pants on with shrimp. Oh, that's right, and you they know? were trying to get them to eat it. Yeah, they're trying to get them to eat the the shrimp and like mouth on their dick and balls, right? <laughs> so before they're like before we go swimming with sharks, we need to go rub one out, and then it's them underwater with sea cucumbers, and when sea cucumbers feel threatened, they like emit like this white stringy stuff. Yeah. So they're literally like underwater. You can hear them underwater laughing, like, <laughs> and they're just going to town on these sea cucumbers. So stupid. Ridiculous. But it, but it is fucking hilarious. I want to see that PETA complaint. Right. Yeah, where's that? <laughs> right? Yes. We don't like how you masturbated with the sea cucumbers. Oh my we God. all need to stop that right now. Yeah. Well, I mean. They don't like the free does, massages. Does anyone in PETA eat meat? Oh. I, I don't I mean, you can't so. complain about I mean, animal cruelty if you're eating you can donate to whatever the hell them. you want, but I and don't think anybody in leadership. That, probably. I, don't, I don't think they do. But see, <laughs> they don't so, wear fur. So. But I don't think I don't think they do anything with animal cruelty as, yeah. as an entirety. And I I'm think sure they're they're like vegan, not even yeah. vegetarian. No, I'm well, absolutely. Like no cheese, no eggs. This is yeah. I really think that's the case. Yeah. I'm the opposite because I get offended by people who don't wear animal skin. I I love elaborate. What do you mean? Because now yeah. you're wearing a plastic jacket that's going to be there for eighty seven thousand years when you throw it into I the follow. thing. Like you're, yeah. you're fucking ready, up the world. Ready man. for this one? Just so you can be just so you can be annoying. Ready for this one? So so this is on uh, this is newscientist.com. It's just funny because we were talking about you know like the animals and pedo and stuff. And I remember <laughs> hearing about this. Gosh. So this fits in the last decade, but they've recordings have revealed that plants make sounds that we can't hear yeah. just on a level that we can't hear when they're cut when they're dehydrated mm-hmm. plants actually make noise so it's like they're too, expressing yeah. feelings all the more reason to eat a steak right fuck it <laughs> everything's screaming when we kill it so that is I, I feel like another thing in this last 10 years with the power of information I feel like you can now Google and find anybody to agree with anything yes. that you think, no matter oh, what. Oh, for sure. Oh, and, that's and, anything. and I think anything. that's the reason for the rise of all the conspiracy theories yeah. and all the rejection of scientists. We were talking about this, the flat earth movement, uh, um, the vaccinations, the anti-vaccinations. Well, yeah. I mean, like, politics, uh, everything. I, know, like, I, yeah. I think I'm, I think I'm on board politics. with that, the vaccination thing. Just because, uh, as far as science is concerned, like I know uh, specifically uh, the flu shot, and there's another shot that is causing autism in African-American children. 
You know what I mean? At nah, a younger that's age. been unproven. That's been totally disproven. Nah. But see, but see, nah, but see, this is where the, the but see, this is where the where it gets mm. muddy, right? And yeah. this is because of that access to information and people being able to put stuff for. out there. It's not even. It's, it's hard to wade through that stuff because, I agree. like, the whole but anti-vaxxer the movement starting with the one doctor that yeah. posted the stuff saying that vaccinations Which cause was, autism. Period in Absolutely kids, shit right? But then yeah. it gets destroyed by the whole scientific community. But it doesn't matter because that's out there now. Yeah. And now proof, it's, it's I, I completely agree. But when you look at the proof, like I'm, what I mean by this is, you see, for, I have a relative. I'll use a relative. I'm not going to give names or whatever like that. That had a kid that was perfectly fine. And, I'm not, and again, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know how autism develops and things right. of that nature. But to my knowledge, you can't autism really see it. develops at a younger age. You see what I'm saying? Like I have. A, you know separate people another person who thinks their kid is autistic that sh is showing signs of that and then i have a friend that has an autistic kid and you know talks about these stories well you know in my cousin's case or whatnot the kid was completely fine no issues no problem got this flu shot completely 180 and i'm not even exaggerating and obviously there's always exceptions to the rules but that right. for yeah. me give me gives credence to this because when i first seen it i'm just like oh they, they're just trying to get likes because we're in this whole all black lives matter you know right. or black lives matter thing so in my mind when i first saw it i'm like oh that's complete bs yeah. but then i'm starting to talk to people who have kids that are autistic who are african-american and say hey after this happened right. this happened so it's like i don't know which is what i'm saying yeah. I, I don't, I don't, i'm not saying i disagree but i'm not gonna just completely wear that off right. with that specific and, 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 vaccination and, there is, and i'm pretty sure and again <clears throat> allegedly I'm not a scientist either but i'm pretty sure that some of the stuff that i've heard and read is that there is always a risk with mm -hmm. some vaccinations oh, of, yeah. of someone having an adverse reaction right whether yeah. or not that's autism or some other yeah. kind of weird shit happening but again like the you weigh that risk against like okay it may have this thing the return of or the, the return of yeah. these yeah. diseases yeah, that we've gotten rid of for forever that yeah. have killed so many people and then allowing and those to come back them. and they're back when again. it comes to like the standard vaccinations that babies get <laughs> right but i mean when it comes to like your <laughs> mmr vaccine like we need to keep measles at bay but when it comes to the flu shot the flu shot only i mean any flu shot it only it only uh you know prevents so much and yeah. i've read studies where if uh uh, mainly in women, if you get a flu shot now, you are more likely to get flu in the next year. That's a fact. So what's that's the a fact point? Too. Well, so what's the point? In, in, I, I've never gotten a flu shot. I, and I don't it, remember the last I time I got the flu. I think it depends on your system. Like you can, that's yeah. one that you can give or take on, like depending on yeah. what you feel like, because it's not something that uses. So you take something like a measles vaccination. A measles vaccination only works on maybe about seventy percent of people that get it. Yeah. It's based on mass. Yeah. Right. The, so the herd chances are, chances are that the herd mentality it won't pass through. But if yeah. you have only now twenty percent of people there, yeah, and the rest of the people are completely undone, then that's when it races through. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have any stoppers in the line. Right. Well, like and uh, with the flu one too, like that is the the flu vaccination that comes out every year is what they think hope. is going yeah. to be the yeah. predominant flu strain. Right. Because I was gonna say that's a different yeah. strain. So like, like I get mine different... every year because I have a weakened immune system, like yeah. an, like elderly people who mm. should be getting it. Too. Yeah. My mom um, has multiple right. sclerosis, so she has to get and, it every and, year. And, and you often get sick from getting those. Because, yeah. I mean, most vaccinations have some form of what's supposed to be being fought yeah. in it. So, like, people are always like, oh, man, I got the flu shot and I got sick. Like, yeah, sometimes they There's tell a, you, there you is a may live feel portion like you're sick. In, right, because in, there's something in, in the there. Vaccine. I'm straight. I'm not ever yep. getting the flu shot. Yeah. I'm good on that. I've never had If I get the flu, fine. But I have seen people that had problems with it. Yeah. And I've witnessed it, too. And for me, like, when I was younger, I went to the 
doctor like oh we i used to be at a doctor a lot because that you know my stomach stuff or whatever so just i'm straight let's just leave it at that i'm straight yeah <laughs> yeah i'm straight no, but it's, like, it's okay that, but it's it's to each his own yeah. I just, yeah. just to and, that, and, that, and that goes back to everything we've been talking about up, yeah, yeah. Is there's always going to be exceptions to the rules, and I think in this last decade we've seen fear become such an ep- epidemic in a lot of regards, yeah. along with everybody jumping to conclusions because everybody is so fearful, mm-hmm. and it's causing people to live in almost a hysteria. Right. In, in yeah. a way, everybody. I, I heard a takes comedian it to level ten. Yeah. Level 10. I heard no a reason. comedian because now that I have a, a new truck, I have Sirius again, so now I just listen to nothing but stand up when I'm driving, <laughs> and that's like all. Every time I get a new car that has, that's all I listen to. Uh, and what's funny, one guy did a, a thing on it. He was like. Like, the only thing that's changed is the the spread of information. He was like, mm-hmm. before, you'd have that one stupid person that had the conspiracy theory, and no and one would listen it. to him. Right. Now, they're all able to get together online. Because they right. have blogs. <laughs> spread that yeah. shit. Because, yeah. again, you could but find anybody to right. you with anything. You'd have that one weirdo that, you're well, whatever weirdo, but that person that believed in that stuff, you know, whatever conspiracy theory, and he had really no one else to talk to, or she <laughs> really had no one else to talk to. You know, it was kind of contained. That yep. was the, the neighborhood conspiracy guy. Now that you can just hook up with people around the world that believe it. And, and then, that's, uh, do you ever, do you listen to Bill Barr, I'm sure, don't yeah. you? Bill Barr's so, hilarious. So Bill Barr, when he first started out about a decade ago, was a huge conspiracy nut. Like, he was into every conspiracy that there was and 100% into it. <laughs> and, you know, he'll talk now and just be like, I was the biggest idiot that ever was, you know, because <laughs> that's exactly what he said. He goes, I realized that the only things that I was researching and the only things that I would look for were, were the things that, support things that supported my thought and, pattern. And, like, what kills me, And it right? wasn't until I started looking critically at it and going through there that I was just like, fuck. Like, yeah. This is this is what kills me, though. <laughs> yeah. So, and this was a, this was all over the news probably about a year ago. There was a, a little boy that never had a tetanus shot. And the scary thing about tetanus is it's in the dirt, like, period. It can it's kill in you. the dirt. And, Quick. Yes. So this kid gets tetanus because his mom's never had him get a tetanus shot. He's playing outside. He gets a little scratch. He gets, the, you know, it infects him. Um, he spends, God, how long was it? It was like six months in the hospital, $8 million. Oh <clears throat> and right? all it could have been was a vaccine. So it could have just been a vaccine, right? So all this money gets spent, all this time to help heal this kid. He gets better. She still won't get him the shots. That's crazy. And, and so, like, to me, what's crazy about that is how can people know? I'm not going to trust science to tell me, you know, like what vaccinations or even big pharmaceutical, right? It's just a money scheme. But when something happens, that's exactly who you're going to. It's big pharma, the big pharmaceutical yep. companies and the doctors and the medicals and the scientists that are helping fix the problem that got caused. But then you want to turn around and continue to, to reject that stuff. Like yeah. that's one of the things yeah. that I've noticed now is the rejection of, of science and in science, like the flat earth thing, like. Give me a fucking break. So do like, you think it's a matter of trust? And, and not to try to give people a way out or an excuse, but... No, I don't think it's always a matter of trust. I think one of the biggest things that leads to the the uh, the conspiracy mindset is being in on the know that no one else knows. You know the truth that not everyone knows. And, and again, I think a lot of things that people do, because we are social animals, is we try to fit our... We want to belong to something. Whether it's a religion, a conspiracy theory, uh, mm. this, you know, a, a skateboard group, a gang. You, you're looking for you want, that, yeah. that, that belonging, right? A lot of people a want that belonging. Because, right, it's it's because uh, we're Same social thing. animals. Well, it, and, if, you, if you think better, even historically to any civilization 
any and all. You know, right now we're in the Christianity aspect of it for most in this area, but uh, you go back to Greek, Rome, anything you want, the Aztecs, everybody had some reason to explain what they didn't understand. Right. And so that was the advent of any gods anyway, because people felt like it would be complete and utter anarchy if someone didn't fucking understand something. <laughs> yeah. So, like, oh, we need a god of the sea, we need this, we need that, we need that, because we, we can't deal with right. not understanding something. What was lightning? Something. It wasn't a, a natural phenomenon. It yeah. was a god throwing it lightning was, bolts. Yeah, yeah. It, it, everything has to have an explanation, and it's a continuance of that. Like, what's this explanation? Well, they don't have something that I feel is suitable, so I'll just make up what makes me happy. Whatever Ooh. makes this go, this is what I 100% believe it. And I'll find some other people that do this, too. Like, I'm, I'm going to do this because it's, it's an innate need of human beings to want to understand anything and everything right. around them. And if science is behind that, you know, we're still discovering stuff constantly, they're going to eliminate that science 100% and just go, nope, it's God. It's this. It's that. Like, this is the explanation for that. And there is no other explanation. You know, the the government is a conspiracy to do this. This is a conspiracy. We've got, you know, people taking over all the money in the entire world, and they're meeting in secret meetings, and they're doing this, right. and they're taking that apart. Illuminati and all yeah. that. Yeah. Chemtrails and blah, 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 and it just goes this whole down spiral. <laughs> that, that made me laugh. I said mm-hmm. that the other day about the chemtrails because the weather was so fucked up, and I was like, you know, the one of the conspiracy theories, because I was talking to Megan and the kids in the car, I was like, is chemtrails and that they're being used to control the fucking weather? Who the fuck wants this weather? Mm. Like, who? if we're <laughs> controlling the weather with fucking chemtrails, we're influencing it, who the fuck is deciding this is the weather that we get? Oh, where yeah. it snows today, it's sunny tomorrow, it's a flood the next day. Like, what the fuck and is the going on? And the people in Australia who just yeah. dealt with those fires, right? they had huge hail yeah. the other day. Yeah. Come on. Well, that's yeah. because you're... If you think about it scientifically, like you're dusting the clouds with all the the ash, right. it's just like when people dusted for rain when we have droughts. Yeah, it's gonna form around those pieces of dust. Yeah. But I think that's a huge drop. reason yep. for that, though. Is just a the, a need to to feel like you know something. You're in on the secret, yeah. right? Yeah. Insert, you have that knowledge. And the secret not a, is bullshit. Yeah, right. Insert like, Nas lyric right here. People fear what they can't understand right. and hate what they can't conquer. I just says, I guess that's just a theory of man. Nas the God. <laughs> but but I mean but it's yeah. real like and it's and it's unfortunate because you know like like you were bringing up right like the ancient stuff like you know there was a god for every little thing uh you know and there was a you know people used to murder people to try to yeah. bring rain to to you know have oh, a yeah. good crop and stuff Human like sacrifice, that sacrifice no big deal you know and dogs and, cats and, living and, together and we <laughs> <laughs> and we look <laughs> We look back on that like, man, that was kind of primitive times. Like, that was primitive thinking. How are people going to look back on this right now? Yeah, the All the conspiracy, right? Like, there is no difference. How the fuck did... I was going to say, it's no difference. There is it's no just, difference. It's just different manifestation. Yeah. It's still going to be looked at it's a because... a different belief structure. Right. We, we, we grow as people. Like, even going back and... I, and I, I'm, I was going to ask this, but I'll segue here right now. This is the thing about it. Think about where you were 10 years ago and where you right. are right now and how your life is transforming, changing, the growth and elevation in you. And you look back at some of the things you did 10 years ago and say, yo, 
that was stupid or that was immature yeah. or whatever the case may be. I think it's going to be the same thing with society. We're going to look back at this time and say, yeah, we were really hysterical. I use the Me Too movement specifically because it, it, it kind of works and coincides to me with cancel culture um, because I feel like that's kind of the birth right. of it. Yeah. And I think we're going to look back on some of the things we tried to cancel and some of the things that we did cancel and say we were completely hysterical over that. It's right. Let me be clear. The, the, the thought process behind sexism and all those things in the workplace is is wrong rape is wrong and all those things like that but the way we're going about, about it, it is is absolutely the best, the best way and that goes back well, to yeah. our conversation we had last time You're about how the 80s ruined america in my opinion <laughs> but it's like america we have this thing to where we always are super left or we're super, super right. right we can never meet in the middle it's always one extreme outweighs right. another and i think that's kind of what we're doing so we're going to see that 10 years from now 20 years from now, what we're going to look back and say, yo, that was stupid What do you What do you think leads to the combative nature? So, like, you just brought up the left versus the right. Conspiracy theorists versus people that don't believe in the conspiracy theorists. It always seems to be, like, a, a us-versus-them mentality. How do you think we overcome that? Because, I mean, like, that's... Oh, I, mean, I got a good one. Because, well, so if you think racism, right, us-versus-them. Mm. Uh, religion, us-versus-them. Mm. I mean, there's, there's so there's so many things that us as a species have been combat combative about how do we how do we move past that how do we make this decade not be the same things I'm over and over have. and over again i mean I we're, we're still seeing one of the like, things that's scary though is sometimes the us versus them ends up us versus us if you well, really look at it because in the real world it is that's yeah. what it really is like it, it, you know you have like sharps or something like that where you have like a super racist anti-racist group you know right. like it's just like really crazy where you're you are exactly what you're so, saying a, a perfect, but it's just but you're okay example. because yeah. this is what i believe and you watch this too because i know we talked about it before but there's this uh there's this documentary it was on netflix i think it was called accidental courtesy yeah and it's about this, yeah. this black musician great that what he does he was just on joe rogan Really? So yeah, so he was just on Joe Rogan. Um, but but what basically what this guy does is back in the, I think it was like the seventies or eighties, uh, he befriended a KKK member, and he has made it like his life's oh, journey. Besides playing music, you watch it. He's Great made his, his life's journey to to talk to these people because he's like. I never knew of racism, racism as as a kid until he was in a parade with the Boy Scouts and only he was getting like rocks and stuff thrown at him, and then his parents like explained to him what was really going on because he spent a lot of his life on military bases in other countries because his dad was in the military, so he was always in school with all these multicultural kids. Where so race he wasn't never really issue. exactly. Then, then they would come back here. So. <laughs> So he always says, like, how can you hate me if you don't know me? So he takes the approach. Instead of going out and protesting and getting violent against the people getting violent, he makes a point of just talking to them and getting to know them. And it is the long game, like a real That's long a game. a very right? long game. Very so, long. So he had a conversation that was really interesting. Um, one of them, two conversations I'll bring up real quick. One, he had a conversation with this grandmaster, or grand wizard, or whatever. They were laughing at the names of them on Joe Rogan. The, the dragons and oh, Nighthawks and all this shit. Oh, grand dragon, that's what it is. So he had a, he had a meeting with one of them, idea. and he was like, why don't you like me? And he was like, the guy gave him all, he was like, I just listened to him, let him say his thing. And the guy was naming off all these reasons. One of them, he said, is that black people have uh, a gene to commit crime. Like, they have a gene, an innate, innate gene that makes them commit crimes. And he goes, but I've never committed a crime. And he goes, well, it's just dormant. It still ha it hasn't manifested itself yet. And he goes, okay. 
did you know? Because, you know, they say is the is what everyone uses to back them up. Well, you know they say. And he goes, you know, they say that all white people have a gene that makes them serial killers. And he's like, well, that's ridiculous. And he goes, name me one black serial killer. You know, and he couldn't. And, he, and, and the black guy named off like a 20, you know, yeah. named off a bunch. And he goes, but I've never killed anyone. But it's just a dormant gene that hasn't, you know, expressed itself yet. And he's like, that's just preposterous. And he's that's exactly what you said to me. And he goes, it didn't change him then, but like six months later, he closed down the whole state chapter that he was in and, and gave it up. And he was the first person to turn, to like get, he was going to get rid of his robe. And the, the, the black guy was, I, I can't remember his name, I'm sorry. Uh, look it up. It, it, it's Daryl something, I believe. Uh, he's he, a gentleman too. Yeah, and he, he collected the ropes, and now that's what he's doing is he's collecting these robes from all of these KKK members and white supremacists that, that have given it up after just getting to know him. I don't even think like, – I think that's the – and I'll you know call my pastor here – the pill in the hot dog conversation and what the pill in the hot dog is. Oh, yeah. Like you know when you go to the well, hospital, you give, you give it to your dog, you put the pill in the hot dog. So I think what he's actually doing is not so much getting to know, it's just communication. And I think if you've ever seen yeah. the doc – the issue that both parties have, and I don't want to say parties, people have, like you said, us versus us, is communi communication right. is the rise and fall of yeah. Yeah. our society, where every disagreement is birthed from. It's the lack of thereof. And I feel like what he's doing is just opening the door to that conversation. And some people can't do that because right. they're so angry because of their experience, what their belief system is, whether that is an actual belief system, which means I, you know, experience they, they can't set it aside and like look yeah. and look like look forward right. so to your point justin about uh you often become the thing that you're like fighting against right Absolutely. so yeah. in that documentary he talks to some members from black lives off. matter and they're you know they're talking about how we need to have more money in the black community more black owned shops more black owned businesses which is fine but essentially sounded exactly like the white supremacists that mm -hmm. are saying that we need to have white towns where no black people and the black people are saying the same thing we need to have just black areas with no white people and it's like at the, you sound exactly like what ago. you're rebelling against yeah. instead of looking for the common ground where we can come together because in the end of the day we're all people we're all the same exact species we're we have the same organs everything you know what i mean it's like it's ridiculous but it's it is it's hard to get people to look beyond that stuff right. and it was really interesting and i think that's a common thing that we see like the people that with the with cancel culture and stuff like people are so quick to judge someone no you hate somebody and, who delivered who thinks differently than you yeah. right and, and you but, don't need to hear anything flip more. that flip yeah. that role and how do you take that if that's you if i tell a girl hey you look pretty today and now i'm looking at losing my job but then that same person gets caught like saying like oh yeah that guy looks good in those pants whatever it's situation like it's is situation. it gonna be the same you know what i mean yeah. it's crazy it's, it won't be the same and again just miss my own perspective about things to answer your question i think it gets worse i think it gets it gets worse substantially before it gets better. worse than what we're seeing right now i think we're going to get to a high extreme of more because respectfully nobody has killed it or put the fire out yet they're right. getting the response so everybody essentially that they have wanted to cancel has been canceled why would we stop now you see what i'm saying so i think that's kind of where we go and to answer your point in, in a bigger scheme of things i don't think we ever come together and unify let me ask you this because 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 of how you open the show is the end of society what do you think would have <laughs> happened to kobe if the rape thing would have happened now in the last decade like oh it, it would have been over 
They his would, career would have been over. His career would have been over. No Oscar. They would have shut down his academy, pulled his jerseys down. They would have took his championships off the books. I think all of that would have taken place because we're reactive a lot right now. And again, we don't seek to understand or seek to get information. We just react and cancel. And let me say this since we're talking about that, because for me, like you started the podcast <laughs> off this, this about how you how everybody's been feeling. For me, I'm just now getting better, and I mean that in the most literal sense. After church last week, and church was great. I woke up feeling just kind of down for no reason. So went to church, had a great experience there, and I'm at my mother-in-law's house, and that comes through for me. Right. And that was huge for me, you know what I'm saying? It, it just it ruined my whole day. I, I'm like, I just want to go home. I don't want to do nothing. So for the last couple of days, it was just been rough for me. So just now getting back in the swing of things and getting better. And something that I'm seeing to with the whole rape situation is they're bringing it up now. Oh, yeah. Everybody's yeah. bringing it. Like, it, it's either one again, one screen to another. People are celebrating him or people are bashing him because, oh, he got away with rape. Well, Despite think, the in, evidence in, of what happened at that case. It's to be like a clear... There needs to be a clear picture, but it, it needs to be presented in the right way. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, which is hard. It's really hard to say. I mean, because a person's life experiences are everything. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, I'll admit, I wasn't the biggest Kobe fan. Not because of that. Yeah. It was because I feel like he's the genesis of the ball hog generation. Okay. <laughs> We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> We're not doing that. Too it's soon. A whole other but I'm just saying, like, soon. It, is too, it is too soon, but my, my son. It's not. It's not because that's, that, like, that's a part of his thing. Yeah, it's just a different thing. Like, 81 points and two assists. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see, I, I see someone Who else scored in that game? I've seen someone post a meme, and it was like, it was like Harden, and he was like, yeah, I had like, 60 this you know it was a triple double i had 60 this whatever and 11 assists and he was like 11 assists shit that could have been 82 points you know <laughs> yeah, but, but then, you know like oh but when you're playing with smush parker and kwame brown who are you passing the ball to yeah. there's nobody to pass to but it's of course. One of those things, like, you are the whole team you are the team <laughs> well, he, he also, took smush parker to the playoffs, people but like, where's smush parker at right now <laughs> So, so one of the things that kills probably me, selling cars, with, probably <laughs> selling, right? With Kwame Brown, with, with cancel culture, and it's one of the things that I've told my son. Another reason why I don't want him on social media is you could say something now that is going to come man. back ten years to haunt you. Uh, yeah, twenty years. years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this you, you're talking about the rest of your life. What you said could come back and ruin your career. Look at what happened with Kevin Hart. I mean, and, and it's it's thing. crazy, which made no he, sense. What's no sense? It was ridiculous, and that's what kills me is like. And I love the way he handled it, by the way. Yeah. Initially. Initially. I didn't like yeah, it. I didn't, I didn't like, like the turnaround. I didn't like the turnaround. But initially, I loved the way he handled it. <laughs> yeah. The turnaround was like, okay. The turnaround really let me <laughs> Did you watch the documentary? I didn't, the, get through, uh, I, I didn't get through all of it just because of, you know, <laughs> Or docu-series, whatever but it was, From what I've seen, was really good. I think I've been wanting to see that from him for, for a long time. Just because I feel like... Again, like you talk about social media, people see the accolades. They don't right. see the work that goes behind it. it. They don't see how much that this guy sacrifices a lot in, in order to produce the success that he has. Mm -hmm. People think success. Uh, how is that quote that's going around now? Success is not uh, owned, it's rented, and uh, rent is due every day. <laughs> that's that's the reality. It's like true. People don't realize the work it takes to be successful, and that's why I enjoy what I've saw so far. I think I, I, I liked it. Uh, and I liked it for a number of reasons. I think one of the, the reactions that I saw that was horrible was, you know, people tearing him down for how he treated some people, like, in that series. Right. And, yes, that was not great behavior, but also the fact that he had the the balls to to put that on display, right? Like, those things. Like, him flipping out on his buddy right. about how he's spending his money on the plane and right. it almost leading to, like, a complete physical altercation and, and Kevin being a dick, like... 
he could have just cut all that stuff out and you never right. saw that. So and I think it was since, right. Yeah. And I think it was really strong for him to show that because, but that flawed. also show, right. And, and, and that's like one of the things with, with cancel culture and, and even me too, that was really frustrating is that you're hanging people on stuff that they did years and years and years ago that they, that you you could they be a totally from, different person. Maybe you haven't. Some people never grow. Right. I know people that are Some stuck. Some people don't, but you have to give people the opportunity. The Much like yeah. he said right. earlier. Right. You know, what I was like 10 years ago is so much different than what I am now. What I was like 20 years ago is so much different than what I am now. That's debatable. I'll admit, like I had a lot of really stupid ideas and stupid right. beliefs and stupid thoughts in the yeah. past that I've since changed. Because I got older, wiser, and changed what I was and thinking. you have more and, life experiences. You, right. Your life yeah. experience changes it. You're like, changes hey, cultures. That's a like I can't do that. But the way that we come back now, and, and you know, you've been seeing a lot of this with like rookies and different athletic areas, you know, baseball, football, whatever. They go back and they look at their Twitters from seven years old. From high school, old. yeah. 16, 17 Dude, years old. You're, like, you're what, a... If you looked at what I had to say when I was six, 16, 17 years old, fuck. I'd be completely <laughs> and utterly screwed right now. Right? right? Ridiculous. Yeah, like, we, we said some different definitely terrible. Some terrible things back when we were it teenagers. It would be terrible, and I'll admit that now, but that's not how I think now, fucking 30 years later. Like, yeah. there's not even a chance I even have the realm of that thought. So, Kelly, and as a as a woman... You can change it. The woman at the table... The, the whole Me Too cancel culture and stuff, like, what's the, the, I mean, obviously I'm not asking you to for, speak for all women here, but, yeah. like, what's... what's Tell me what so. the job right. is with every lady on this planet. Because <laughs> I've, I've known some pretty dirty females that talk just as bad as guys do. I mean, yes. personally, I've been in a bar and I've had a girl walk up and stick her hand right down my pants and grab my shit. So, like, I've had that out, 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 of, out of nowhere, <laughs> not ask wow. for nothing, just bouncer, out of nowhere. Though. Like, I was a bouncer for like four or five years. Yeah. So. Oh, so you were taking bribes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good oh, joke. That's you're not on the good. list yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't some, cancel us. These you, are jokes, people. You These got are some jokes. Options here. It's like um, Roadhouse when they. <laughs> When he finds the people in the back. Oh, <laughs> I mean, as a Except woman, I think I think if you see if you've seen uh, Whitney Cummings' latest uh, stand-up. Oh my god, I love her. On I Netflix, didn't get around to it. Um, Below the doll. She yes, but she <laughs> she but made the, a but, sex doll of her. Exactly yeah, of her yeah. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't get but, around to finishing it. But one of the things that she really makes a good point of is that no matter what women do, we are always looked at as objects. Uh, you know, may, not all men are like that, obviously, but it's a big difference. If I were to go to the grocery store on my own or if I had a dude next to right. me, you know, so, it, you know, and it's, you know, and they go on and on about how, oh, you shouldn't dress that way and whatnot. Well, guess what? Women were getting raped back when we were wearing corsets right. and, Just you know, there were layers and layers. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Don't exactly. cancel us. These are jokes. <laughs> I had to throw that. Well, exactly the point, though. It was way like, too easy. you know, you know, you can, you can, funny, you know, still express yourself and be a woman, and you know, wear tight clothes if you want to, if that's your thing, and not be an object. But unfortunately, that's not how society views things. So I think there's, there's a there's a big difference too, and it causes animosity between the two because there's a lot of having your cake and eating it too when it comes to 
female attitudes on that. Yeah. When men are definitely. looking at it. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw like a couple months back, like they had the BuzzFeed thing where, you know, their first article was, if you're on the internet looking for nudes of Jennifer Lawrence, then you should be arrested. It's like, you're a terrible person and blah, blah, blah. And it was a whole article about that. Well, then the next one was, Merry Christmas, like, the baby's nudes are on fucking Facebook, or on the internet, and you can go look it up. So, when it was a, a female situation, like, it was yep. criminal. When it was a male si- situation, it's like, Oh, boy, everybody let's go check out the sausage up. fest. Yeah, everybody look this up so we can go look at this cock. Exactly. Like, it was completely <laughs> yeah, and utterly no, different. Exactly. Yeah, we're, right. we're looked at as it's a negative thing yeah. if we want to put ourselves out there. Yet, if a man does it, it's you're praised. You know, you're, and, you guys are kings. And then the, <laughs> so. the opposite thing, you've got this, like, we need to be all-inclusive of all things. Yep. And, you know, men are so lucky because they can just wear sweats and a hoodie all day long and feel comfortable. Well, women don't think that that's fucking sexy. Like, right. Depending on the like, woman. I can go, <laughs> that's like all Megan wears. But, but, you know, you can go on a, a women's fashion site now and you've got models from zero to 22. Yeah. It's all in there. Yeah. Now, I, love it. I don't know about you fellas and where you've been, but I go on J. Crew, Banana Republic, any of those sites. There's nobody without a six pack. The pressure yep. is real yeah. for that. Like, in my my son is twenty years old. Like, half of his friends, he's talked to me openly. Like, they have eating disorders because that's the expectation. Yeah. Mm. Like, teenage boys There's are a lot of are completely and utterly mm-hmm. on pressure because the only thing that they are supposed to be, you know, because you're nineteen, twenty years old, is six pack and thin. Man. Thin and well, fit. Well, it's funny. Yep. My son, he was just telling me this earlier this morning. He's like, "Dad, I need to start eating more protein and lifted weights." Yeah. And I was like, "Cool, eat some more meat and do some push-ups." Like, <laughs> but it's one yeah. of those things. Like, done and done. <laughs> you don't see yourself anywhere, do you? Like, I'm not picking on you. I'm just being honest. No, like, I mean, there, there was anything? there was over the last decade there was a about a year of dad bod love. And that was about it. <laughs> Where they were saying the dad bod, the, the dad bod was that like was the thing. new thing. Oh yeah, thing. it was like one year. It was a thing for a, that oh, was, it was like, like one year. Yeah. That's my like, life. The dad bod I, is I the new want. hot thing, and that's where dad hats came back into play and yep. back in the style. And dad jokes came into fashion and stuff like that. <laughs> that's yeah. me though. Mm. I the, the dad bod, the better. Yeah. That's that, that's but me. I'm a minority overall. Like we're and we're not bitching about it, so we don't really see. Like we're like oh. That's the way life is, you know. It's just a, that's that's it. Like I, I decided to do this, whereas that, you know, when you're listening to somebody complain about it, you it's hard to get. So, so let me yeah. ask this though. So, and this is what it's funny because being on Instagram, you see, it, especially like influencers, right? And we can talk about that too. The the rise of influencers and in the gig economy and stuff you were bringing up. Um, so, I used to skateboard, right? And skateboard, you can fall. And get hurt. Road rash. Right? You can get messed up. And there are so many girls that post clips on Instagram of themselves skateboarding in bikinis. Like, like, come on. Poor choice. That is a very poor choice. So, so My to, knees to that already point, feel, like, the, feel the that, road burn. That point is being is like, what in that situation, that's not a realistic kind of clothing you would be wearing. So is that specifically for the sex appeal? You're yes. trying to get those followers. And, and that's where I, I think, think like it question, leads. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But what I'm saying is like, I think it leads to some of the, of the, the gray area and the issue of, you know, it's fine if a woman wants to dress sexy. That's fine. But know that 
there are some times where you're doing it for the attention you're trying to get. And that's one of the parts that can be frustrating yeah. as, as a man is when it is that there, it, the dress is for that reaction. And when they get that reaction, then it, they, it gets turned around And and like you were saying with the, the, the sausage thing or, you know, the nudes or whatever, like <laughs> I said, sausage. We, we see that way less as guys. <laughs> and I don't know if that's because of, the social conditioning for so long, right? Like the social conditioning of when it's the guy that asks the girl, it's the guy that proposes, it's the guy that pays for the dates, it's the guy that buys the drinks for the the, the sexy lady down the the bar to to make that first move, yeah. and it's it's a, a lot of those old social norms that are still there, and even in this age where we're trying to change that, or there is uh, an effort to we're still kind of fitting stuff into those same things. And it's, it's, it's really weird to see because again, like there's no reason anyone is posting 20 clips of themselves skateboarding in almost no clothes. Like that's not a realistic wire. You I'm know what I mean? I disagree just a little bit on that. Did one you do that in your bikini? Not in my bikini. Um, <laughs> I think I, I had a banana hammock on. I was going to say, yeah. there, there had to be a leopard man thong involved. But, but no, I'm, I'm just going to say that, you know, not necessarily because somebody dresses sexy would it be to impress people of the other sex. Like I would No, think not always. No. You can be just be in pride of yourself and you feel really good when you oh, leave the sure, house. Oh, for sure. For uh, sure. So, like, I, like that, that's a little different for me. Now, I think some of the stuff is, is silly, but... On, on that end, like, but I would even definitely that, let people do whatever they want Even that, to, to go deeper, though. So if, if someone were to dress up in some clothes and be like, damn, I look good, why are they having that feeling? Self-pride. Like self-pride. Self yeah. But how is that self-pride evaluated? Is that self-pride being that, oh, I think I look good, or damn, I look good because I know other people are going to think I look good? Exactly. Where does that evaluation well, come from? I think yeah. that's there, but you don't need the affirmation from everybody. Some people do, you though. That's the thing. Right. I don't. I, I'm sitting here listening, and it's it's so much that's being said and not being said at the same time. Yeah. And I'm listening with the thought of this stuff isn't fixable, it, nope. and it's not fixable because social norms, like you said, when you and I'm just I really start thinking about like, dang, where did this all originate? Right. Even going back. Like back and back and back, back and you back. can go back as long as you want. Women being looked at as a minority for Always. a period of time, African Americans being a minority for 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 a period of time, yep. and even still to this day, I feel like we're still trying to break through those things, and we're finding that everybody wants a sense of self in a sense. You know, yeah, I even thought about what you said about when's the last time you went online and looked at yourself. And I was like, I never done that. But to my point, like, and I'm thinking subconsciously, you never see black people model like that on these sites. Like, you don't go to Banana Republic like that. It back well, then I when you stopped. So. Now, now yeah, you do. Yeah, now but you before, do. Like, I was like, say J. Crew yeah, models yeah, almost yeah, right. all but, 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 but again, it's now, yeah. and that's 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 a play in response to what's going mm, on now. Right. Something within the last decade, right. you didn't necessarily see that ten years ago. And I don't. That's something I don't even pay attention to the guys. Like I really don't. Like when I'm shopping online, I'm more so. Does this match this? How, what? You well, know? I think. Right. But I'm just. I'm just. You're saying slimmer, like, like I am too, though. But I'm, like, if I was point, bigger, I'd want to see how the clothes fall on somebody. Yeah, but well, see, what I'm saying I don't go on I any of those sites of because none of them make my size. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I don't even think about. I'm right. just saying, like, my train of thought over here as you yeah. guys are talking. I don't even think about stuff like that, and it's just, it's it's tough. Life is tough. Period. And it's, it's, it's muddled, it's muddy, it's the melting pot of everything coming together, and I think we just haven't figured out a way to make it work, and. 
that goes back to the whole yeah, unity thing, which is why I don't I think it'll ever be that. It'll never be that because we're never going to get on the same page because everybody's going to have their idiosyncrasies, their thoughts about things, and they think they're right because it's my belief instead of just having a to each his own kind of mindset. Yep. And it's, it's hard. And that's all I was sitting and thinking about. It's like, it's tough. I don't really have much to say about it. I'm just listening like yeah. it's really tough because it I is. couldn't imagine, like I would never... I'm never. I'm not a woman. I would never know what it's like to be objectified right. or be looked at as an object, you know, to an extent. But being a minority, I know exactly what it's like to feel like an object. If that makes sense, you know right. what I'm saying. So yeah. it's like, but it's two different objects, yeah. and it's, it's two just different tough. situations. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's just tough. It's just tough. Yeah, it's the same thing, you know. Like I think everybody has their own frustrations. Mm -hmm. You know, I I I'll admit because of my age, like there's a lot of times where I go into job interviews now. Um, which sucks and I'm automatically <laughs> yeah. right. I'm automatically shut down like the minute I come into a job interview it doesn't matter what I know or what I say or anything because they're like all he's got is old ideas and we want those fresh new ideas right. like yeah. it's just one of those things like fresh new ideas is keyword for somebody younger and really faster. and somebody younger faster like that's what we want like because you're old we don't really give a fuck right and and, uh, and, and that becomes very frustrating yeah. you know and you you have to be three times better than the next person who walks in. Right. It still probably won't help you. Yep. Like I'm consistently. We all have problems. There. And, and I think it's just everyone. And that's, that's why everyone has their own life situation. Like yeah. everybody has their own, their own backpack full of rocks right. that they drag around. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, like, so, but we get caught in our, our selfish Right. I have it harder like than you. One hundred percent. Everybody like, has it hard. Everybody's got Life it is hard. hard, and like you said, it's situational. And this is not a religious podcast or a spiritual podcast, but I'm going to make a Bible reference here. Um, it's it's a scripture in Ecclesiastes nine and eleven where it talks about life and chance happening to us all. No, like yeah, God is here, Jesus is here, and all these things like that. But life and chance still happens to us, and I think that's the thing we have to accept. It happens to us. We all have our problems. Right. People, even down to uh, social socioeconomic status, people think, oh, if I had more money, I'd be able to. But money comes with its own problems too. Yeah, Everything sure. has its own rocks mm. or weight. Yep. And I think the moment we start to accept that we'll be able to kind of coexist better and say, hey, my problems are not greater than yours, but yours are not greater than mine. So let's just both admit we have problems and keep moving forward. Yeah. That's, that's like one of the things that I've, I've, uh, I've always said, like, you know, I'll have conversations with people or even like, you know, if, if maybe like me and my girlfriend are, you know, down, like, oh, man, like things are a little tight right now. Like, oh, you know, life sucks. And to me, it's like, man, it could always be worse. There's people that are yep. homeless. There's people that, that, that have no food. Right. And however they got to that situation, whether self-inflicted or by some crazy mm. circumstances. But like, I, I always try to live that like. I'm appreciative. Even if I'm struggling, I'm appreciative for what I have because shit could be so much, so much way work. worse. I have a house. I have two kids that are healthy. I'm able to make sure that they have the bare necessities yep. that they need and more sometimes. <laughs> mm -hmm. And to me, like, it, it is that. Like, my problems, as bad as they could be, are not the worst mm -hmm. of, of how things are. It's the 80-20 it's the rule, essentially. Mm -hmm. You're looking at that 20% of things you don't have and you are putting the magnifying glass on it and magnifying to the that becomes that the only important yeah. that's that comes the, the only importance and something that me and my wife started doing is like when we find ourselves down like that we start listing the things that we're grateful for and every time we list the things we're grateful for we can't say the things things we were grateful for before because there's so many things in life to be grateful for if for you sure. just focus on for the sure. same things it's like yeah my kids are helping to have a house but i don't have that you like if you focus on the negative that's what you're going to get you have yep. to, right. you have to be intentional about 
um, your positivity. You have to be condition. I mean, intentional about your peace of mind and your mindset right. about whatever it is you're striving for. And I think once you focus on those things that you do have going for you, it's easy to kind to um, enjoy life a little bit more and, and kind and of you know those carry things. those rocks. I really I'm, like the way you said that because it's really weight. And I've, it's I've, weight. I've talked about that before lots of times with different people, and you know I have quite a backstory that I don't need to really get in. Jason knows a whole <laughs> yeah. lot about it. Well, you but, just kind of shared it last time, you know what I mean? Yeah, to an it, you know, I've, I've been on the edge of dying a couple times already, probably more times than I need to be. Right. Um, I've been through severe depression. I've been through wanting to, to die. Absolutely. I've been through yep. a lot Definitely. of different different things. You know, I, I've successfully gotten through cancer before and a right. few wow. different stuff. Um, Which I, I know you don't like talking about it, but I think you should talk about it more. Oh, I do. Yeah. It's just, we can do a different situation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I, I feel like I said that to you last yeah. time, but I'm just, I'm big on that. But, but it's, a lot of people ask me that they're just like, you know, how can you not feel uh, like things are against you? Or how, do, how do you get real positive again? Right. And I think a lot of that, and I tell them, you know, like life is waves. And, Ebbs and flows. Yeah. And it, and it, it you ride the top of that wave, but that wave will eventually crash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get to the top of the wave again is to believe that you will. Because if you believe that you won't, if you're just going to live in the crash, then you'll be there and you'll drown. Right. Like you have to swim to the top of the crest right. again. You got to swim. And it will, I'm still in all of his analogies, by the way. I'm going to like save <laughs> them in other places and be like so profound, like this rock. You got to swim. Like, because Toledo's going to be like, let me drop this on you. I, 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 I promise you. I promise you. I'm going to give you your credit. It's kind, of, it's kind of a, a <laughs> it's a consistent right. like, joke with all the people that work for me and everything else. Like I love analogies. Like I do it constantly. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. But because it, it, it helps But it's you fun. Digest. It helps the, the listener understand it every yeah. time. Helps better. make it relative to But even to, like, I, the reason, again, I'm big on people sharing those stories, even going back to what I want to know about you guys in the last 10 years, is, again, this is not a religious podcast or a spiritual podcast, but I'm going to make spiritual references. Um, <laughs> Go for it. Th- like, the Bible talks about when you don't tell your testimony, God takes it back. You see what I'm saying? Because you don't know who needs that. Like, even last time we were here like my kid has cerebral palsy right and he and he has all at the time all kind of allergies we didn't know what was going on we, we didn't know what he could eat he wasn't gaining weight and all of these things and all these problems i've never seen so many doctors in my life like i went to a doctor as a lot as a kid and my wife went even more than i because she's allergic to everything in the most literal sense even air dust grass all of that so she we both had our stints with doctors to an extent but i've never seen these kind of specialists and so the day i was here my wife gave him something that I gave him before, and he just had a reaction. Throat was closed, and we had to rush to the right. hospital and things of that nature. Yeah, like literally, Delano yeah. was here for a moment, and then he was gone, and just he was yeah. gone. Like, I just that's had a, to take yeah, that's a Just now, we're like, I guess we're finishing this one up. So, in the midst of that, though, like, um, I'm saying this to say that we had to, he had to have a surgery a couple weeks after that. That the doctors had made it seem like. The surgery was very, very small. Like, it's, it's going to be in and out right, outpatient. Right. He ended up being in the hospital for two days. The surgery was meant for a two-year-old and a four-year-old because he had two different surgeries at the same time. Because it was that severe, his anoids was swollen, and he had wow. laryngomalacia and a strider. And his air passage was blocked right. 75% of the way just from the uh, anoids alone. And then the laryngomalacia, laryngomalacia on top of that. So he wasn't even supposed to be alive. He wasn't even supposed to be breathing. Wow. And it's crazy so that you say that, all this because, like, seeing him, 
Like, you don't. The last know time that. I was at your house, like, seeing but that's post surgery, like, right? He like he would struggle with like he would sleep through the night, but he was snoring and stuff like that. And we just always felt like that was weird, you know what I mean? And after the surgery, like recovery was hard. He it took a long time to get him back eating, but he's eating now. Like his physical therapy appointments have gone down to one once a month. They told me my son wouldn't walk. He wouldn't do all of these things, and he's doing everything. Yeah, he just was fine. walking around when I so him. I say all of that to say that that's the reason I'm big on people sharing their stories because somebody's gonna hear this, and while they're at that low, it's gonna be like I can swim through yep. because somebody else got through with Definitely. and it, people with kids like it changes things like man i know you were sharing with you know stuff that's happening with your with your child and everything like that like that's why i shared those stories with him because like yo i know what you're feeling right now like you said swim through you'll get through it like right. it's a blessing like my wife didn't even delete the we have a family calendar we didn't even delete the doctor's appointments he normally would have because it's just a reminder reminder that no matter you don't what even you're have going to do through, those now i don't have to do it i know where i've come from i know what where my low was and everything in life is not right. as I want it to be, mm-hmm. but it's not like that anymore. Yeah. So yeah, I just want to share get that. Better. Yeah, it can always get better and yeah. it will. You just have to swim through it. So, yeah. so with that, and I mean, it's a crazy kind of segue, but like looking into the, you know, we talk about like the, the social, the influencers, right? There's a lot of influencers that, that do that, right? Yeah. What's the, what's the, the one guy's name? Um, he's, Mike V or what's Gary V Gary V I love Gary V right Bain like <clears throat> there are some people that, that are out there that that's like they're awesome at that part but then also the the rise of social influences or influencers is is, is kind of frustrating because it does it feels like it gives people a a false sense of career path maybe right like the, the, I can understand the, that. what they're thinking of now like my son's like oh dude I could just be let me play video games dad I could just be a, a pro gamer let me play video games which maybe you could I think there's a, maybe you, you have to be real but like it's I a think possibility but it's games. probably less realistic than saying you want to be a professional athlete because there's more of those and, 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 <laughs> so, yeah. and I think like that's what's what's weird with with now in the last decade is the rise of podcasts uh, social influencers uh, streaming like Twitch and, and video game streaming. Well, the eight-year-old that made twenty-six million dollars on Get YouTube. The fuck oh out my of here. god, those stinking YouTube kids with the with opening the toy, toys. opening toys, the toy reviews, opening toys. I mean, all of those things. I love it because it gives people another outlet and avenue it does. to be creative. It does. And I do agree that. It, it gives people a, I just hope a that sense the parents of, are doing the right thing. I, yeah, I, I, that's, obviously. That's, that's the only way. We, we, we for see, sure, I it's like, it's like kid like actors. That. You're going to see yeah. parents do the wrong thing. You know, you know that that's happening. Not all of them, but it's happening. But I, I like it. dance moms. I like it because... <laughs> Boy, you better get downstairs and open those gifts. <laughs> it, it we recorded five to, minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to what I said at the beginning about success is not owned, it's rented, and it's due every day. Mm-hmm. Even though people are doing that it still takes work you can't be an influencer oh, hard, without compelling right. content you have to have a story right. i have to it's likewise what we, what we talk about with the movies i have to be able to believe you and buy into you to follow you yeah. period on any yep. level yes you can be a gamer but are you good at games can yeah. you right. give me the tips and, that, and tricks and i need to win at the game yeah. or can i watch you play and it's entertaining if you're if i'm just watching you play and you're just playing but there's no compelling you're conversation anything, you're not yeah. saying mm-hmm. anything that's not entertaining i'm not gonna watch it so it's yeah. still a skill in that i like it because again it's direct to consumer it's cutting out the middleman middle in a sense i'm going directly yep. to you i have it's it's terrible analogy I mean, it's, legit. it's the mixtape era yeah. all over again right I'm out the trunk with the mixtapes on the street <laughs> The street, the street is just this digital. Is the streets is just digital. I love that on so many different references. The streets is just digital. I'm definitely posting that as my Facebook status today. The streets are digital. Now hear me. On so many levels, being from my demographic, the streets are digital because like, now. How many bad mixtapes have you bought? I'm, how okay, many have you listen. sold? 
I've never sold a mixtape, and I actually use to make music. I never well, sold a, one ever. A mix CD. I've, I've never bought never. a mixtape. Even mix CD. I've never bought a bad one With because the, the kind of person that I am, if you, again, because I used to make music, and when you're selling me your mixtape, rap right now. Sell right. me right now. And if you can't, I'm not going to buy it. And then if it's like, I remember I was in LA a couple years ago, and a dude like ran up on me. He's like, I'm the hottest rapper in LA. I just did a show with Chris Brown, and I'm like, rap right now. And he rapped, and I'm like, you're trash. And he's like, can battle me. So we start battling. And I was like, this is why you're trash. You're trash. It's to the point where I'm battling him. Delano. And his, his mans is like, yo, he's killing you. And that's what it is. Like, So no, I never, bad, I never bought a bad mixtape ever. I, so life. I had a mixtape experience once. When I lived with the in dude Chicago. outside? Oh. No, with, with the dude outside, right? <laughs> no, I, this one's great. I didn't buy the, the tape. No. So, oh, God. Oh, wait, oh, wait. I know that the guy, The one with too. the sunglasses and the bike. I know that guy, too. Oh, God. What? I, bought, I bought his CD. You and Kirk Trainer is the reason that guy is still out there. <laughs> Kirk Trainer <laughs> bought his... I'm saying it on record. No, Kirk Trainer bought his first CD I and started it I did it just so I wouldn't have to It's the tourists. They're the ones that fall for it. That's crazy. But it got me. It got me out of him bothering me for the next three years. It was so worth five dollars. He like, never bothers me because I told him no. Yeah, because I was just, I just like, ignore him. I'm like, he I already told got me it, that, man. I already got it. He told got me got that once. I'm like, rap right now, and he started rapping like you're trash, and I walked off. Like it's not. Like, it's not I was walking him. past him with my with my dog, and he goes, "Your doggy like hip hop? Like what? Is he gonna yeah, buy a CD from so you?" Look, look. Dog like it. So at least that guy. At least that guy when he approached me. I totally me. did. I totally. I'll admit it a thousand percent. Just because I was just like, I'm so sick and tired of getting asked for this fucking thing. So so now I've had. Was any good? I forgot about that guy. So I actually have two mixtape experiences. I forgot. I lost it guy. in a car wash situation. I think I have <laughs> lost no idea. It. So, so <laughs> I when I lived in Chicago, <laughs> I think it's gone. I uh, th- this this one area of Chicago um, is like a big college district, like hangout area, Belmont, and I can't, I can't remember what the other street is, but it's like a main crossroad, and the L stops right there and stuff. And there was a DJ store there, like you know, turntables, mixers, all this stuff, and, and music production equipment. And we we were in there for some reason. I was looking around and stuff, and we come out, and this guy is like, "Yo, yo." Dude, he's like, he's like, I woke up in the alley this morning, <laughs> and right then I knew it was gonna be great, right? You start off like, I woke up in the alley this morning. Oh, okay, what is going on? He's like, I woke up in the alley this morning, man. I got drunk last night, and I went straight to the booth and I recorded this in a straight fire. And he's got a cassette tape that's wrapped in paper, and he's like, Yo, you gotta listen to it. And he's like, Here, and I was like, Sweet, you know, I'll give it a listen. And he's like, That's like ten bucks. <laughs> You can take this black tape back. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you woke up in the alley and then you go into a studio and recording. <laughs> Anybody that can afford studio time does not live in the alley. Right? No. Right. No. And I was like, yeah, you can tape your you take your, your blank cassette tape back. That is funny. But it was funny just be like the story. And I appreciated the honesty of whether or not he really woke up in the in the alley. The story was great. Could you but... imagine that record though? Who it, it, knows what the fuck? It's It'd be like Afro Man, it's, but not it's, good. It's definitely like a, a false DMX record. Like, yeah. Alley. <laughs> Struggle. Uh, I was drunk. Uh. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Like, that's horrible. But, it, but I mean, I, it was hilarious. So I've not, I've not had a lot of experience with like but actually that buying. Is a segue to the SoundCloud movement of the last 10 years and i feel like soundcloud has been such a big format or a platform rather for artists to get their music more across to the general public like russ for example i feel like is the greatest soundcloud artist of all time because what he did going back to success being rented is he had 11 albums on soundcloud before he even had a big break and all of the stuff that we hear well, not so much in recent years, but the stuff we heard, like number one singles and stuff like that, were things he already did on SoundCloud. And that goes back to the work ethic. It was already there. He's recording albums and doing everything at every, every like, 
every day. Like I'm in that studio every day, recording, recording, recording in my basement. And what he notices that going to research and studying is people only click the first song. So he went from putting out albums to just putting out songs, songs. because people will click them. And yeah. all it takes is one break with going right. viral. It went viral. And then all he did was start putting out old songs that he already had. Right. Because yeah, they were already good. Let me you know ask you I mean? this. Do you think, so, <clears throat> do you think SoundCloud versus YouTube versus the ease of getting onto iTunes? So I know people that, that are on iTunes, right? And like you would think it. with iTunes that it might be a, a bigger barrier to entry, like harder to get onto that platform, but it doesn't seem like it. And so like SoundCloud, I know if I search a, a, an artist, I'm directed to a YouTube or to them on iTunes before I'm directed to them in SoundCloud. And How big is the artist? I, I, I guess that's, 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 that's part of it, right? Uh, what's the other one now? Bandcamp? Is, Band there, is another one? Bandcamp's been around for a really long yeah, time. But it's just now you're going to but, the front. But again, it's that, it's that whole shift, right? And, and, I think Bandcamp and, and I think, first. And I think this goes Bandcamp, towards... Bandcamp, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not, don't SoundCloud, I was, we were fucking with SoundCloud back in 2000, I think. Uh, Bandcamp was... Like they were doing pop punk stuff in were the they? 90s. Wow. No, didn't know that. Yeah, I mean... I, I didn't even know SoundCloud was that old. I got on the SoundCloud like mid-2000s. Yeah. Cause, cause, so my buddy would make beats, and then he would post them on the SoundCloud so that we could download them instead of having to go to his house mm -hmm. and get them on a CD or something. We could just download them Another from the SoundCloud. Totally, totally ain't going to do nothing. Another reason why I, I'm hard on artists is because, again, going back to making music... Without having the money to actually have a producer go in and try to find YouTube beats and things of that nature, that work ethic that it takes to oh, yeah. beat select and find and stuff like that is another reason why I don't respect like, artists that are not good because you're not willing to put in the work. In the have you watched the interview with Benny the Butcher? It's a total network going back. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they gave him studio time the and he just showed up. <laughs> And then so the studio is like, okay, where are your beats? And he goes, I don't know. I didn't yeah. know I have to bring beats. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he goes, well, what are we going to do? And he's just like, well, no one told me. Yeah. Like, I just came in here. <laughs> but that shows you what, when you come off the street. But those guys were know. just like, yeah. they had no clue. And he was talking about about that. And he goes, well, luckily, like, he, he, said, he goes, well, you already bought studio time, so... I got some that I was working on in the back. Let me go get it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't help what you're doing. And that's why that's another reason yeah. why I enjoyed the, the authenticity. Ignorance of the story. is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Like he had no idea he had to bring his own music. And that's another thing, another reason why I love the influencer. I know we're kinda of off track a little bit, but I can do everything from my laptop, man. I right. don't even need a studio anymore. I can do this right yep. here. Yep. And it, that's another I'm I'm super hard on artists. Like and you've heard me talk to Mike yeah. and, and a lot of regards. I'm hard on them because I, I used to be in that pocket. I never wanted to be an artist. I was just doing that to pass my time at that moment because in my mind i'm like okay i'm not going to turn to the street so let me do something to occupy my right. time to kind of keep myself to keep you out of that to keep me out right. of that so i was making music in that regard my cousin was just like yeah just make music and write you know you do all this other writing and stuff like that just make it so i'm like okay and i got into the swing of that so that's why i'm hard on them because i didn't want to do it and i know i could have so i know that you can do it i'm super hard on artists so rap do what you can do yeah. and if you're not talented i'll tell you why and, and i think there's a lot of people I, that just think Again, it's like that focus on yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, I hear it 
I think it's fired in me. It doesn't matter to anything else, man. If you made it for you, listen to it in your basement. Don't put it out. You can't be in an industry where no matter what it is, if you're in the arts, and somebody just told me this, my cousin just told me this. You have to be able to take criticism. You have to be able to take criticism because I'm the consumer. I like what I like. That doesn't mean I'm the standard. This is what I like. My cousin's like, yo, you're the hardest critic. And then my uncle was like, even if Jesus put out something, you'll have something to say. And I just thought that that was so funny. This is going back to jokes, but I'm highly critical. I'm going to say that Jesus' rap album probably. Does suck. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely does not. It definitely does not. No, you know what's so crazy? Like to, to just run into the Jesus' rap album would be so hilarious because it would be so direct. It would be so offensive that people wouldn't even listen to it because it would yeah. be so direct. And just going back to stuff Jesus did in the Bible. It'd be so funny. But like that's why I'm hard on artists because like or the arts in general. Like I say I didn't like the new Bad Boys movie. And people I know I saw I you, haven't I saw seen you post. That. I'm not going to say anything it, about yeah. it. But people just wait for that one on HBO or they something. They flame me yeah, for it and stuff like that. And I'm I, just saw, like, I saw you post that. I'm a lot in my opinion, but it, again, my intake of it is so much. I go to the movies right. a lot. Like you, yeah. We talk movies and music a lot. Mu- music, movies, arts, all that. I'm into that kind yeah. of stuff. That's yeah. what I'm passionate about. So I, my intake is on a, a completely different level than most people. Yeah. So if do I you say get frustrated, like, like I'm going to go from a different angle like, yeah. that I have to do. Like, Do you get frustrated that maybe culturally you're required to like shit that you don't like I, i'm not i don't i'm not frustrated with that because i enjoy the conversation yeah. I, I but i like to debate and stuff like that yeah. i, I enjoy the conversation say, yep. look there is never a person i've ever known that likes to debate more than <laughs> well i just mean the, the debates that he's had like but openly going back on, the, on the bad boys review and things and i think some people probably gave it like a glaring good review because they're Thanks. They feel like they're Excuse the loudest obligated to like it. You know I don't think I mean? it's that. I think people, I think a twofold thing. I think, well, threefold. I think people ride waves. I think once somebody says something is good, going back to cancel culture, whatever we say, I'm on that wave. And it's not so much I'm required to like it, but it's the sense of belonging. Everybody else like it. I don't want to stand out and say that it's not good because it's an unpopular opinion. And then two, I think the bar is low. We don't yeah. see good content like that anymore. Like going just to make it about relevant about the last decade, Hollywood has remade every single movie over and over and over and over. Well, over there again. is a complete that's another the, dearth of, see, of that's, imagination. That's one yeah. of the industries I think that is is way slower to change compared to to music, yeah. right? Because music now, uh, you can distribute. Like you said, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. iTunes, it's, it's very easy to get that stuff distributed much more on your own. And the, the I'm going to start my own label to get like-minded people together, and we're going to do this independent. There, there is the independent movement in film. There always has been. But still, like, acquiring that wide release, mm-hmm. you can do it on YouTube, but, like, I, there's, like, a, a, a discount to YouTube, right? There's a discount to putting your, your film out online versus it being in a theater, right. getting that wide release. I mean, there's people that still bank on, let's, we're going to these film festivals hoping to get picked up by a distributor that's going to push it I, everywhere. I think, I think I, that's a change with Netflix and things like that. Yeah. Netflix is changing, You can bring sure. in something a little bit different, and I think like my personal opinion about the lack of creativity is the fear of a failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I would agree. The would amount agree. of money that goes into those movies is so tremendous is. to it get is. somebody to back Versus you. Versus what could go into an album. Yeah, or... like the amount of money you're putting into but, YouTube or or, yeah. or a music album is 
minuscule in comparison to a $500 million movie. Yeah. I think like they, they need to bring though. that down. I agree. I think they do need to bring it down. But I, again, I'm, I'm just going to stick on this. And guess what I do in business? And even I'm hard on myself when it comes to, I'm like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. I'm not doing whatever, whatever. Yeah. I think it's just a matter of the work. My brother-in-law films movies and videos and things of that nature. Last night, we went to see his movie premiere for a movie he directed called Chocolate Kisses. And, you know, whether you like it or not, whatever, like, it, it, it was great to just see him and, and his right. finest and work and trying to do something different. What the production company that he worked for in this instance, what they did is have their own production company, local here in Detroit. They film all of their movies here. All of their actors are from here. All of the, everything that they do is here. What they do is they rent out, they rent out a whole movie theater or half a side of a right. movie theater, show the movie, sold the tickets for $25 a piece sold out every movie theater they have put everything on digital platforms and that's what they do with their content so i think people can do it you don't have to go to sundance route sunday i think people who go that route which is nothing wrong with it people want the accolade i want yeah. the oscar i want right, the recognition yeah, yeah. it's not it's, a matter of putting it's, out it's compelling definitely, content it's a definitely a scheme for the award yeah. seasons and yeah for sure definitely. and that's what it is so like it, like for yeah, me does it, how many people do you personally take the award season Seriously, I mean, no one does. No, no but I think but. I think there is a group of people. But I am completely and utterly against like Oscars and Golden Globes and Emmys, and because I feel like it's just a it's a lot of shit of. that nobody's gonna buy. Yeah, like nobody <clears throat> went to go see it in the movie theater. Nobody's gonna buy it on DVD because it's outlandishly boring at certain times. A lot like, of times, yeah. It's it's things. All it is is the Hollywood elite glad handing each other, going, "This is me." It is to an extent. This is me being awesome. To an extent, and, yeah. and I'll, I'll agree with Delano on that because we've had conversations and and made it a point to watch like the ones that were nominated and the ones that won, right? And 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 I will. There, I mean, I some of them are good. I mean, some are good. I think yeah. it depends on your just like how what you like and your appreciation for the craft. Yeah. And I think that's the separation, the the appreciation for the craft. However, I agree with what you're saying is that it's archaic. But going back to you. Right. Because certain movies are made specifically to get that audience, right. and that's why they become like, boring. I'm gonna and lose like... money on this because this is just me trying to be artsy. Yeah. Whereas yeah. things like I don't know if anybody else saw 1917. I haven't seen it. Yet. I haven't watched it yet. Amazing. And that's what I've heard. It's like, and it's getting a lot of Oscar. And now, make and sure reviews. like. If you're planning on seeing it, make sure you see it in a movie theater just so you can see it on the proper screen because that's necessary. See, and that's the, that's but the thing. It, that sucks. But it's like, awesome. It, depending on people's scenarios, situations, it becomes harder. It's harder for me to just, you know, unless I want to go sit in the movies by myself to go see these films in that scenario, which is why I just have a giant TV with surround sound so I can try <laughs> to recreate a theater. <laughs> but, like, it, it is hard, and there's so many movies that I had to watch at home that I wish I would have had the chance to yeah. see in a theater. Yeah. In, in, there's on, certain things that you kind of have to because then you get only like I, well, half I agree. the experience I love the experience of being in the theater and the social setting the the group laughter the yeah. group gasp like that is that part, part of I what I love you about the movies I don't like the an uncontrollable aspect. It's because I have PTSD. Like, that's <laughs> okay. why I, like, okay. so, so to me, yeah, that's okay. part like, of the I don't, theater I don't like experience. things that are uncontrollable in my life. Right. In a large crowd of people is uncontrollable. I, I happen I to be I a very loud laugher. So Yes, I know. And, I, and yeah. she snorts. I snort when I laugh. And really. I threaten people. Yeah. I get, so I get sure. I'm not the one you want to be sitting next to the, in the theater I think I with. talked about that before. Like, I have a tendency to threaten people in the movie theater. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> oh, do tell. <laughs> what? Like, anybody who gets out of 
phone is up for Oh, it. yeah, yeah. He did talk well, about that. Yeah. He did talk about that. That's literally a flashlight. Yeah, like, that's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that, they're, they're See, immediately I, become I my will, I will just try to ignore it. No. But Megan will be saying shit under her breath, and I'm like, you're going to get me in a fight, and I really don't want to ruin this Yeah, but your selfishness is ruining my experience, and now I'm wasting money. Yeah. And so, and there's nothing. Nothing. Those those you, you situations can can definitely bring down the experience. But yeah. overall, I love. I've, I, I've had pleasant, for the most part, experience. Yeah. Obviously, there's a few. Especially with those comfy chairs they have change in the now. movies. Because I stopped going to movies for years and years. Like I'll admit, like I stopped going because I didn't like. It just drove me crazy not being able to pick where I wanted to sit and blah blah blah. And like the changes they made in the last ten years, like yeah. going yeah. back on the last decade, better seats. Yep. with better seats. Assigned seating. Seating, seating, yeah. More controlled atmosphere, like, you know, being more critical about making sure that they control that. Less people in mm-hmm. the theater. More yeah. Clen- more you know, cleanliness. Because of the, because of the yeah. size the size Yeah, it's of more the cleanliness. Seats. Oh, my God. It's that's got to be the big like, yeah. one. No more sticky to com- floors. Compete with the, <laughs> to compete with the home experience, you had yeah. to step right. it up, and they yep. did. And so it made me return to the movie theater. So that's one of my happy things in the last decade. One of the, one of the, things, that, Fantastic. One yeah. of the things that kills me, and because and, and, I had this experience in a theater, <clears throat> is society's, overall society's just general disregard for property. Like, it's fucking ridiculous. So <laughs> to, the reason I say this is, so there is a theater on John Arts in, in Madison Heights or Clawson-ish area. The Star. Uh, the Star, right? They put in the nice recliners. They, they what, basically, you mean the AMC on the, uh, yeah, by yeah, 14? Yeah, they, they, they were they the basically, with the nice seats. Yeah, they were. They basically went Imagine, but like a major change. Yeah, yeah they right? were the first nice. one with and a bar, too. They yeah, had a bar. It yeah, was nice yeah. when it first opened. What do you imagine was the first one with the bar, I think? Uh, no, they had a when I lived down there for the first yeah in like 2000 they had that thing okay so when I lived down in Warren that was the theater we would go to once they put in those nice seats and stuff because it was awesome you can recline you know it wasn't as expensive as Imagine and I didn't have to drive as far so like the nearest Imagine at that time was either the one in Rochester or Royal Oak and we would always go to that theater. We stopped going to that theater because, like, the last time I went there, the I sat in the end seat and the whole arm was falling off the chair. And, like, yeah, the leather was ripped. Wow. And, and it was just, like, the blatant disregard that people have for property. Like, because that ruins the experience mm-hmm. now, too, right? Yeah. Like, and, and to me, it's <laughs> some that, someone that, that enjoys that movie-going experience, like, that was just, like, fuck. Because I'm sitting there and the, the whole time my arm's wiggling on this you know, on the arm of the chair and stuff. It's kind of on them a little bit, too. No, it's definitely on the theater, too, for not fixing that shit. But at the same time, like, if you think of a business owner, and I know I get Star is a bigger business, but if you think of a business owner, like, that's that's a toll that comes out on them, right? Like, if you were a small business owner and someone's messing up your booths constantly, you can only afford to replace that so many times before it becomes a, well, fuck, I'm just going to have to duct tape that for now. And in, in, in that part is like a social thing that, that drives me nuts is the like blatant lack of respect that people seem to have that one, it's where people seem to be way more entitled. They expect that everything is should be a certain way just specifically for them. Well, people like but then the but then the, the, the yeah, the lack of respect. I've walked through buildings and stores where they're just spitting on the floor. I've seen oh, that. In in like just, just disgusting stuff. Look. I, I hate it when I, they do it on the sidewalk. Put it this, this, this is what's real crazy. This drives me really fucking nuts because it just happened the other day. I was in a stall and taking a shit. Okay, because we'll just put that out. I was in the, that's the only reason I'm in the stall. I'm in the stall. And when you're in a stall, there's toilet paper right there, right? 
on the wall oh, opposite the toilet paper yep, you told me about there this. is yes i told you about this it's just fucking bloody boogers all over the wall oh, you're sitting next to the places. fucking toilet paper and you can't have the common decency to just put that on toilet paper. You have to rub your bloody boogers all That's over the wall. I gotta half take a of chance. What women see. I, I, sure, but like, but the, like oh, that, that, like the yeah, the tampons. How people do. feel like they can just do that or like that people just bewilders me. You have to wonder what the their houses is that look you like. You need to make sure. Because I brought it before. I used to run the maintenance for the Meyer stores in like Detroit. And oh shit boy, like that. yeah. And You've seen some things. Yeah, I've seen some terrible things. People living <laughs> in there. But uh, one of the things I found out, though, like with the mental condition of people, yeah. is that you have to stay on top of it like crazy. Because the minute one person writes a piece of graffiti in the bathroom, if you go in there and clean it up, you won't see another one for like three, four months. But if you leave it. Like three, four months. But if you leave it, the entire thing will be covered in like a week. And it's just because somebody now has desecrated it, so everybody else feels like it's time to monkey do it. It's okay. So, so when you like that, that's like part of the human condition. On that is that. So if I break something, like if I walk into a classroom and there's a broken chair, now I'm going to break three or four desks just because I would think that it doesn't fucking matter. Wasn't wasn't that the Disney thing? So they have right? to do that. They talked about the Disney, the 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 Disney parks that like. If if you let one piece of trash be on the ground, then people are just going to say think yeah, it's okay. People just so say, like, fuck it. And that's that's why, why I really why it's why it's that? I think it's like just this intrinsic thing as humans that we do like you look at your environment and adapt to it. It's fucking annoying. And America man. is the laziest country in the world. That's let's be fact. honest. We're not good. I don't know. We've never been anywhere else. But I've been to a lot of places and I, it's I it's the same for the most part. Yeah. I think it's like I think everybody mindset. is that way. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Okay, I got a quick, just a couple quick hits, right? Quick, just go, keep, go keep, for keeping it decade central. Go for it. Movie of the decade. Fuck, man. Come on. Ah. Come on. Jesus Christ. Movie of the decade. I'll go first because I've, I've had something to think about. I know it. my personal favorite movie of the I, decade. And I'm going to be objective. I'm not going to be subjective. I'm going to keep my personal favorite. I'm just looking at what had the biggest impact. I'm going to give it to Avengers for Infinity War. Yes. Uh, if, I think if you want to say cultural impact. I have no opinion. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, The way that they build... For, for 10 years. Everyone's trying to copy it. Everybody's trying Everyone's to copy it. Everybody's trying to do, that Everybody's trying to do Every, the superhero movie. And, and they're, they're following that, that same format. Not even the superhero movies. Everyone's trying to have a universe. Yeah. The, the I fact hate that it. They, <laughs> they they tried to do the Universal Classic Monsters universe that Terrible. failed. Right? But that's what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, that movie was god awful. So, Both of them. All three of them. Wasn't it three of them? Well, so Dracula, Dracula Untold wasn't officially one? part of it. It, it was the mummy. It, it was. The mummy was supposed to be the kickoff. And they had to the werewolf one. What was that? But one? that one was still outside of it too. Like okay. the the mummy one with Tom Cruise came after both of those that. other ones. I got ten minutes into it. I had to turn Terrible. it off. So that was the one that that came after Dracula and after the Wolfman, and that was the one that was supposed to kick it off proper. They wanted to kick it off with the Dracula one, but it didn't do good enough that they thought they could start it off with that. So then <laughs> they did the Tom Cruise one because Tom Cruise has the star power, and they were trying to do Not that time. do that off. Yeah, that, of was, him. that movie was awful. It, it, yeah, it was, it was bad. But I didn't even watch the whole thing. But I did just because I, I I'm one of these kind of people where if I haven't seen a bad movie in a while, I'll just sit through it because like okay, look, it's time. look, we had this talk last time. I told you about the Greasy Strangler. Like I'm never watching that. The one. Greasy, the Greasy Strangler. Strangler. Oh wait, do yourself a favor, watch. I got one. I for showed you. you the preview. I but, got one for you. Mid and we're totally derailed, but whatever. Midsummer. Have you seen it? Yes. yes. Oh my god. 
terrible. Wow. No. That, oh, it, 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 I was, liked it. it was just what? It was oh, weird. It, was it wasn't even it. weird to I me. I can't say it that was I didn't like it. It was the worst movie I've ever saw. Why? It was just Where did it go? The character arcs was terrible. The plot was terrible. Like, I sat there for two hours waiting for something because I'm. It's like okay, it's clearly a cult movie. Where are we going? And I'm looking at it like the 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 way the trailer went. It gave me the hereditary vibes. Like the way. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be great. It's gonna be. I know it was the same director. I'm even more pissed now. Like I thought it was gonna be great. Midsummer better than Hereditary. What? Hereditary was amazing. Yeah, I loved Hereditary. Hereditary was amazing to me. So I'm thinking I'm going into like this is gonna be good. It looks like a cult movie. I'm watching. I'm just like, okay, when are gonna get into some cult things? Like when is somebody gonna die? Like I'm waiting for these things because it's a cult movie and it never happens. And when it does happen, it's like. That when makes the people, no sense. I, I don't, I don't want to spoil when, it. No, spoil like, it. The movie when they sucks. Jumped, when, when they jumped, when they jumped, did they literally show the pe- people's faces smashed and you know in, what's crazy? and then they hit them with a hammer because <laughs> yeah. the guy didn't See, die? Yeah. So I, I actually on. enjoyed that part. But that, like, so so I went, terrible. I went back and looked, and like that's actually a real tradition. Like that jump, that's a real thing. So like that was what was I can cool imagine for me, that was, like, whole thing being a real thing, like being some village. I watched it with Megan, right? And we watched it in bed because I've been holding off watching it because there's a lot of movies that I want to watch. Like Finally that, watched it. like it's... that, that where she's like, I don't want to watch your fucked up movies. That's what she literally <laughs> tells me. So I'm like, it's well. <laughs> so usually I'm like, I have to plan watching some of these movies, and I knew that it was going to be a longer movie, and I usually go to bed like I might go into bed at about eleven, but I don't usually go to bed till like one two o'clock, and I really didn't feel like starting a movie at 11 that I knew was going to be longer and I might start dozing off. I wanted to pay attention. So this one night we went to bed at around like eight o'clock and cause I was fucking exhausted from the day before and that morning and, and afternoon stuff. So I was like, you know, I want to watch this movie and <laughs> she hates when I put on these things, but so she watched the whole thing too. And, and except for a couple of spots where she was like, Oh my God, tell me when it's over, you know? And at the I end, at the end she was like, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> And, and and part of it, and, and I will do stuff where, like, I'll look up afterwards, like, you know, what was the director's meaning behind that? And see if it lines up with what I got off of it. Mm-hmm. And what I did get from it in, in was that, like, especially... And this is spoilers. If you haven't seen Spoiler, Midsummer, it, turn it this sucks. shit off. No, it, it sucks. Anyway, it, it, I, it just it sucks. it's different. So, you know, it so, sucks. That, it's so just at different. the end, when her boyfriend is dying... And being burned alive in that bear suit, like besides the the bear somehow being significant of like, and those people dying are like basically you know absolving the sins of the of the community. Yeah, uh, that was her letting go. Right, she had just gone through her, yeah, her parents and sister, I got that. and so like, and one of the other things that I I didn't notice as much, like I got that the the other people that died and every character was despicable, like every character was fucking annoying. I will agree with that. If that's your point of view, I'll agree with that. They were all fucking horrible people, <laughs> but um, what it what it ended up looking like. So I got from the end of it that it was her like kind of letting go and being able to restart. And finding a community that cared for her because she was with these people that, that didn't, didn't care, care about her. her. We, and I got right, that. so I got that part too. What what I didn't see right away was that each each of the men that she was with in that group represented a different uh, a different layer of like toxic masculinity, if you will. I right? caught that too. So like, so and I wasn't paying attention to that part as much. My wife actually pointed it out to me. Like, but I enjoy <laughs> I enjoy that slow burn kind of. This, I do sh- too. this shit's getting kind of creepy. <laughs> That's why I'm like, what's going on? I sit there. I, I promise you, I hyped it up. So I'm like, yo, this is gonna be. 
one. Like, me and my wife were so anxious to see it. Like, yo, we saw the. I'm like, this gonna be. We both were like excited. Like, we missed it in the theater because of you know having the kid in the hospital and stuff like that. So I'm like, okay. We, it came on like uh, Amazon Prime. Yep. Yeah, like, I'm like, Prime. boom. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we, it's we, been on my list since day one that yeah. it was on Prime. And, 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 and watch it for like we were talking about like, have you seen it? Have you seen it? I didn't even know it was in theaters. It went to theaters on Amazon. And because it was a it was a small like smaller sometimes Sundance film. So we watched it and we said that movie was like almost three hours and I'm just like yo it had it was to go. three hours almost it was like two hours and 49 that? minutes or something like that because it sucked like, <laughs> it like no it, it didn't but the, I don't know I guess for me it didn't so, suck so, like I was so, just hooked the whole time like there were certain I, times where I was like looking at my phone and I'm like wait what did just happen I had to rewind I did it. the same thing too yeah. because I'm, I'm I'm giving the director time to build something he's building this world he's building See, this message and I'm watching and I'm just like and, and then just to, to Delano's point if if I find myself doing something else while I'm watching a movie, then there's something wrong with it. Yeah. To me, like, when I go into watching a movie, I go into a movie with the intention of I'm going to watch mm-hmm. and pay attention because I love movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, for that, for you to be like, oh, I was on my phone and I had to rewind, to me right there, like, that would, if I have that reaction where I'm on my phone, then this movie is not good enough to hold my attention. Then then, then I do have a problem with that movie. Yeah. Uh, I guess that was under. I say it sucked. Okay, but <laughs> back to back. To I my, didn't have that my, with this my, movie. My, my, my I watched it all the way through. I did too, and I enjoyed watching my girlfriend squirm. Like <laughs> my wife was pissed. She was more mad than I was about it being bad. You know what I mean? Oh, but wow. okay, artist of the decade. Artist of the decade. Well, we didn't say all the movies. Okay, well I said so Avengers. God, I gotta look up. Did Inception come out in this last decade? No. no or was it before? That, that, that was, was like 2004, man. No, Inception <laughs> wasn't 2004. Inception was like 2009, 10 or something so? like that. I mean, we I can Google like that it. was a long time ago. No, it wasn't. Because like at that time, I was in high school. That movie came out way after yeah. I was in high school. I was in college when Inception came out. I think it was 2008, if I'm not mistaken. Walter Mitty. 2010. Okay, well, that count, that's count. Yeah, that counts. It counts. It counts. counts. Okay, counts. so I'm going to be tied between that and I'm pretty sure... I have not seen Inception yet. What? What the fuck? I have not had... <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, your turn, turn your mic today. off. Turn your mic off. Just go home. It's on Netflix. You're going home and watching Inception. You is have to on? watch it. Oh, yeah, it is on Netflix. I'm going to add oh, it to my list right now. Netflix. Then. Netflix. That movie's amazing. Uh, my other one... I'm just looking to make sure it came up in this this year, uh, 2013. My other movie that I love, and I posted this one on New Year's Eve because I was I was watching it with Dylan, my son, and uh, and I just love the overall message of the movie. Is the Secret Life of Walter Mitty? I have not seen that yet either. Get the fuck <laughs> Sorry. out of here! Okay. Holy <laughs> shit! Yes, me and Jason are movie like snobs. Okay. Like, I have seen a lot of movies, it, it, but people, there are certain I mean, ones look, that, yeah, It's not the just... best movie, but the fact that, like, I can relate to it mm. as a daydreamer, as someone that's that's had has aspirations that, you know, I don't want to live that life of regret. And it's funny, like, when I told my son that I was, or, and Megan that I was thinking about doing stand-up, the first thing my son was like, Dad, you're not funny, you can't do that. And I was like, my response was literally, like, I quote, at least I have the balls to do things that I want to do. Yeah. Like, there's so many people that go through life without having the guts to get past 
those things. And that's one of the things that I try to celebrate with this podcast is those people that are doing those things. And that movie can be so inspirational. And I mean, I, I mean, I don't normally get all sappy and write these inspirational, like little fucking things, but but on New Year's Eve, man, like New Year's Eve, I'm watching it as like, right when the ball was dropping, I was watching secret life of Walty Mitty with my son. And if, and I've told him and my daughter on multiple occasions, like, if there's anything that you learn from me, it's that, like, you can do these things if you really want to. If you really are passionate about it, you it can find a time. way to do it. It doesn't matter. Like, right now, I'm recording on three fucking different cameras. The audio, the video looks shitty. Like, one camera looks amazing, that camera looks a little better, and that one's a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> when you see these videos... I'm on the good one. Right, yeah. When, yeah, you're on the good one, okay? <laughs> I always put myself worse, right? But like, like, but that's the thing, though, right? Is like, I started off with just one cell phone. The first video of this season of the show, the first one, it cuts out after an hour and a half, and it's a two-hour podcast. Like the the hour and a half mark, it ran out of memory. But I'm still trying to make do with what I can. Yeah, it may not be perfect right away. But you can but still do this, and, and it's better than not. Yeah, than than not, and, and always and dreaming about it. In in exactly, and the, and the, one of the things like I've always done with the episodes is I just kind of post which one I feel like I want to post at the time. Mm-hmm. And with the videos, I've been specifically posting them in order I've recorded because there's changes. The first one, I have like all the basement lights on, so the lighting's decent, but there's a lot of shadows and shit. Second one, I was like, let me try to just do the main light. Before these were here, the main light. It looks horrible. It looks like it's a, a romantic candlelit dinner, kind of. <laughs> but the quality is so grainy. Plus, I was using a different camera. Then, like, I think the next one, I turned all the lights back on again. Then I got these lights. So now the the video looks a little better. Now I'm adding in the three camera angles. <laughs> now I can show when you're talking, then when I'm talking. When you're talking, then when you're talking. Right. <laughs> and I can show both of us talking at the same time. And it creates a lot more work for me, but it's, like, the process. And I want to show that yeah. in the videos as I'm releasing them, like... This is where it was and how it started, right. and now this is where it's going. And eventually, I'm going to get a better second camera. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get get away from the cell phone when I can afford it. But like the the point being is that you don't have to wait. I think too many people wait for when it's perfect instead of just it's never going to be perfect. perfect. It's never going to be right. perfect. Yeah. You'll be waiting forever. You have to just take the <laughs> like that's what they say about happens. people that are like waiting. You know, oh, I'm going to wait till I have kids when I'm 30 and I'm more stable and I've got you know. You'll always be waiting. Yeah, yeah. you'll never, you'll never be stable. And, and that's one of the things I love Everything's about that. Be here. Mm-hmm. Again, Bible reference. You have to step off the boat. Like again, Bible. <laughs> Peter walking on water. You have to take the leap of faith to, to step off the boat and do what you you have to do. And I think sometimes the yep. fear of that is the failure, and at the same time, the security. You know, yep. just imagine yep. with again sure. influencers and entrepreneurs and things of that nature that is on the rise right now, yep. which I love. The courage it takes to walk away from the security of an every week paycheck or yep. every two week paycheck. Yep. It takes a lot of faith in order right. to do that kind of Got thing. It. You've said something I'm that really I really impressed when people do that. You yeah. you said something over and over again that that I've told other people and and really resonated and I and I love that perspective. That was nine to fives will always be here. They will. Why are you waiting? Like, will. like, like you can take the risk, and if it doesn't work, you can always go. A back. nine to five is always going to be there, no matter what. You can still get. You can go even go back to the company that you left if you leave right. Oh yeah, you know right. What I mean? if, like, you leave, if you leave right, yes. I yeah. think there's some people that there definitely some, don't leave right. Some people that don't. needs to be involved. <laughs> <But> <laughs> like, pull the pin on a grenade and then throw it yeah. over their shoulder because yeah. they're confident. Yeah. I, I think like just protect yourself. 
you know and another thing that that we have to kill that has uh, in my opinion rose in us last decade is quitting or launching without properly um inspecting strategizing and planning oh, for it yes you have yes. to use what you have to use just your assuming. job yeah you have to use what you have to make it work like people just think about this just for example internet the internet alone most jobs have free wi-fi or have internet that you can tap into and do your thing like do your research do what you need to do while you're there that's a bill that you don't have to have at your home right at that moment to start your business or whatever you can you got to utilize every resource that you have to make your business work i know like even even and we haven't talked in a while like something that i thought about like i'm spending all of this time focusing on everybody else's businesses and i haven't spent enough time focusing on my wife's business right just from what i do and i just like i'm a shitty person like i really said that because i'm like and it wasn't even yeah. a thought in my mind to not do that it's just a matter of i'm giving her the same information I see I'm what you put out. Else. you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like i need to do a better job of doing that so i what i did was or what i'm doing is restructuring the way i do my business the tag team you know what i mean yeah. like that yep. make it a tag team we're going to do this and this and at the same time i'm only dealing with eight clients a month right scale all the way back and i'm only going to deal with them on a certain kind of basis you know what i mean like that's what i'm going to do moving forward because i need to make sure her business flourishes right. and works mm -hmm. because i feel like how can i sit down with somebody else and say hey i'm adequately skilled to do these things when i haven't done it with this right. yep. yeah. you know what i mean so that's that's what i'm going to do moving forward that's my prime that's going to she doesn't even know that but that's going to be my primary focus right now to make this what i think it should be because Something like I think people and I feel like what I have the ability to do is to I feel like it's, it's like therapy to me. Like it's like therapists don't give you new information. They just call in a flashlight for information that's already there. Mm -hmm. I feel like right. some people don't know how to hone in on the skills that they have or hone in on the gifts that they have to make their business work. Um, and I think sometimes just talking the ideas out and making the idea make sense to you is the courage that you need to make it go forward. And that's yeah. really all that I do. Mm -hmm. So. I'm going to spend enough time with with her doing that, and because I, I feel like she has, she's gifted with sight to me. Um, the way that she puts her events together when she's planning the thing, the thought process, the creativity that she brings, I think that's the thing that separates her from other event planners. Like, do you want something that looks like everybody else? Yes, you can have something that looks nice, but would you rather have something that's never been seen before? Yeah. See, that's the power of Walter Mitty. Yeah. What was your movie? So, I, for for me, and for me, I would say Inception, and and the reason why, like that one, just fucking resonated. The the the, and if you haven't seen it, like the idea that you can plant a seed, mm -hmm. and and it can to see that it can come to fruition. Now, if you watch the movie, it's it's a lot of shit to plant a seed, but. But the fact that like you could plant that seed and see it sprout the way that you had planned it uh, was one of the things that I took away from that movie. Besides like visually, and then just Christopher Nolan, just the, yeah. the movies that he makes are always more cerebral. Have I told you my theory about Christopher Nolan movies? No, we'll talk about it one day. Anyway, you, you so you started talking about yours, and I'm then you went say, to Midsummer, and that time. Yeah, was, I, for me personally, yours? subjectively, um, not objectively, mine is going to be The Witch. Um, and that, that was a movie. That's a, I didn't yeah. see that. I'm going to tell that's you why. Is that on, it's on that's Netflix? That's on Netflix too. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, and again, this just is just get ready for some old English, a, a, a religious <laughs> or spiritual <laughs> podcast. But the, just because of the nature of my life being so close to God and going to church so much, that movie resonated with me. I can me. see it. Yeah. But it resonated with me for different reasons, to be honest. And again, if I offend anybody, forgive me. I started watching the movie because you told me to watch it, and I'm watching it. And within the first 15 seconds, I just knew, and that's this guy speaking to you, like they're using real witch dialect here. And that, that for me, for, for a twofold thing, 
one, the spirituality you have to have to endure that kind of thing because you don't know what these witches are really saying, whether you subscribe to whatever you subscribe to, whatever, one. Mm -hmm. And then two, the fact that the director took enough initiative to actually put that real content in there from an art standpoint for me right. means something. And then the performances, the... Though the pace of the movie was amazing, mm -hmm. like the character arc of that character and the way, and it shows how the enemy infer, infiltrates systems or your right. household, yeah. and, and and just the pride the father. Spoiler alerts: the pride yeah. the father had because when you think about it, his faith is what took him out there. Right. But at what point do you start reevaluating when you, your faith and saying, "Am I addicted to what God said, or am I addicted to what God is saying?" Sometimes we get so focused on what God said that we're missing what He's saying in the moment, because what He said may be holistic and may not be for the moment. Right. And I think that's what I really resonated for the movie that this guy's pride and his faith at the time destroyed his entire family instead of having the humility enough to go back. You know what I'm saying? And reevaluate what he's doing in the moment. Destroy this whole family. And that's the thing, because as a family man, as a leader of the household, you're responsible for these people. You're responsible for what happens right. in the house. And it shows that duality. And then just the little boy's performance when he is yeah. possessed by that man. That performance alone. I'm always enamored with children performance because I feel like it takes that much more for them to do it. For sure, for sure. And that performance with that kid. Especially because they, they don't have like the life yeah, experience they don't have on. So what mm -hmm. he, he, for him to draw on that, I'm watching this scene like, yo, where is he getting this from? It was like, I would put that dialogue up there with um, The Great Dictator. Okay. I would if 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 you haven't seen that great movie, um, I will put that dialogue on there because he's captivating the moment. Like if if you're in the, he's pulling you in, he's pulling you into the oxygen tank and cutting off the oxygen, to me. And that's why. Just again, I can keep going, but that's that's my movie. Kelly, go to him first. Are you still looking, researching over there? I am. I am. No, I, I am actually no. And the thing is, is because I love movies, so I I've, I watch movies from like yeah, all over. So it's like, too. oh crap, was that one from like oh three? Yeah, that sometimes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. looking at the list, and I've got some ideas here. But yeah, if you could go yeah. to him first, that would. Justin. Be no, I, I definitely like some of your choices for sure. You know, but for me, it's a little different impact. It's the the one that I watch like that. The one that impacted myself the most in the last 10 years, uh, I was only able to watch once. Wow. And I was so devastated by it that I could not watch it again. And uh, other people probably wouldn't feel the same way because they don't have the same attachment right. to it. Yeah. But I will say that um, the research done for that movie was so well done that... It perfectly imitated my life. Wow. And made the fact of having to relive those feelings by watching the movie crush me. But it impacted, and that was 50-50. I think you said that before. We talked yeah. about that before. Great. I cannot watch it again. And that movie... You know what's funny? It, is I, I couldn't remember if you said it before, yeah, but yeah, like yeah. that's what was popping into yeah, my head. it was too. Because you said it before. But it, yeah, yeah, it great covered movie. my uh, the downfall of my marriage during that time. Like... You know, wow. with his girlfriend and, yeah. and how people treated him and how right. it all fell apart and then the rebirth. And uh, for me, like, I I get, like, goose pimples thinking about right. watching that movie right now. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I'm having a hard time coming back to it. And other people might not have that same impact because it didn't. No, I right. definitely understand because it, that because you that, didn't live it. But the research done by Ed Norton on that movie was incredible. Yeah, and great the, movie. I and love it just movie. absolutely blew my socks off and I don't know if I'll ever be able to watch it again but it completely and utterly impacted me and made me relive that whole situation right. wow. the other one wow. is a is a little bit more 
like loose. But I love going into a movie with zero expectations and yeah. getting blown away. Yeah. And John Wick was that way for me. Oh, <laughs> I have not seen any of yeah. them yet. Well, come on. Why not? Yo, yo, she's violating right now. <laughs> I'm not against it. I love how, Keanu. How like, I'm, I'm with him since you Speed, can't man. Say that you I love saw that Keanu in the theater. So many misses. Yeah. I know. Like, these are three I am willing to watch that them. you, like, have to see. Kelly. Only yeah. the third one is streamable right now, though. So what? it's like, yeah. I, I looked it up. Uh, I know. Man. I've got to watch them. One, I've got to like, watch them. They are on my absolutely list. Absolutely zero. Your movie card is in question right now. Yeah. They are on my list. <laughs> I never said she was. Okay, so the last ten years, my uh, I was with my ex who uh, didn't. Uh, he was kind of a deadpan. So okay. I mean, to put it in, I mean, in a, in a, in a nutshell, yeah. I guess you could say. So I missed a lot. Okay. I've got I've, some catching I've, up. I've told her to watch some. John movies. Wick is on my list. What movie did I tell you? I was rewatching The Green Inferno the other day. Now that is a fucked up movie. Yeah. Oh, buddy. What What movie did I tell you to watch that that was funny? I was like, oh, this movie's funnier than you remember, and you actually made it all the way through this. Oh, time. Uh, get into the Greek. Yeah, get into the Greek. That Just, movie's hilarious. He did he did my favorite hilarious. part of that fucking yes. movie. That movie's Yo, hilarious. When he's chasing him down the hallway yes. and then he gets hit by that car and he's like, what the fuck are you still doing here? And he's chasing him down the street. That shit was great. Yeah, Just that was fucking, good. You know, rub the furry walls. For for me, I mean, the last ten years. I mean, look. Just looking back and and now, like thinking about it, two come to mind, and Lady Bird is one of them. Oh, because uh, like that's I've my my brother, my little brother, was always the golden child to my mother. So mm. that really hit home for me, being a teenager, trying to you know impress and always be doing things wrong and things like that. So when I saw that, uh, see that's it that's was, one that's on my list. Yeah, it was because it you came out on Hulu and it was one on that Prime I haven't now. watched yet. Yeah, I think good. it's on Prime. It's on the but, list to watch because I know that, that was, was yeah. one of the big uh the yeah. big ones and from Seriously, last Ronan year. is just she is just fantastic in that movie. Yeah. And the other one which you know, it started, you know, it's based off of prior to 10 years ago, but would have to be hands down The Big Short. The Big Short By was a far, good movie. I mean, yeah. I there were I I I got to tears at at, at several points really? in that movie. Well, working in the mortgage industry for the last, you know, just yeah. after the crash until now, you know, it's just the ups and the downs and just seeing people lose their houses. Yeah. My parents were part of that. Wow. So, you know, it's 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 rough. You know what's and that's that's the to to kind of call back Go ahead. to 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 unifying us a little bit music movies and food i think those are the three things that collectively can bring people together cuz oh, yeah. even the emotion each of us just exuded in explaining oh, yeah. the last decade of the movie yep. that had the biggest impact on us and really that wasn't even the question yeah. but it just kind of went there i feel like those are the thing that cuz like you're learning so much about people without even learning about them per se right. cuz mm -hmm. i that's why i always through, ask through people, what they digest like, i always they, ask people yep. like when i'm like just socially out and stuff like that i ask people if you can describe yourself with one song what would it be like the, what's the song that describes you i feel like that it tells me everything i need to know good or bad about people cuz i'm just that that's the way like analogy that's the way i mm -hmm. kind of interpret the world in, in some regards with art so when people tell me like this is my favorite movie or this is my favorite song it lets me know the capacity of that person in, in a lot of regards. Mm -hmm. So I just learning that, like I understand that in yeah. a lot of ways, you know. So yeah. artists of the decade. So real quick, let me interject, just so everyone knows where we're at. We've passed two hours. Oh, we're wow. at two hours. And I mean, the, minutes. the decade podcast. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, so yeah. as long as no one's got any other prior engagements, no. we can just keep I mean, going. I, I signed up to work four Go hours ahead. overtime, it's just be a bitch but. Day. <laughs> Yeah. It's payoff processing, so I can do that till late. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> so artist of the decade. Oh, fuck. Lady Gaga, probably. <sighs> Such a big influencer. I mean, prior to 10 years, but just in the last 10 years, you know, she really does have a like a positive mm-hmm. as far as her, as what she what she stands for now. Not so much back when she was singing about drinking too much and not knowing what was going on yeah, and just the... dance. Um. <laughs> little monsters. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've enjoyed to watch... I don't even want to say her elevation. It's almost, again, like movies, her development. Like, I think that's the one thing I enjoy about artistry is that you can see somebody develop over mm-hmm. time. Like, even when you go back to Picasso's and how each one of his ex-wives <laughs> um, influenced his art at the time. I think I enjoy that the most because you can see somebody grow as an artist. So I've enjoyed her growth in the last year, and I feel like she's transitioned into a more relatable artist. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of... That's what makes her culturally relevant yeah. over this, this last decade. She's yeah. more relatable because when she first came out, it was super weird. People can digest it. And I'm it like, was if you, yeah, I'm like, yeah. if you look past the meat, meat you know, suits, all that stuff like that, and get to what she like, she's talented. She can sing she's the super word. Talented, like if you sure. if you look past that, you can actually hear the talent. And I think that's the thing that people had a hard time mm-hmm. dealing with. So when she kind of shedded those things, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, she can really sing. I'm like, she's yo, a classically trained singer. Like I've only been what, telling you that what, for five, what six she years. Did, yeah. What she did with uh, what was it Tony Bennett or, or... yes, yeah, Tony Bennett. She did yeah, the tour with him. Yeah, yeah, that was goosebumps. Great. Just goosebumps was great. the whole no, time. and it's funny because I think like each decade has like she embraced her talent instead of like just using it. I, I, think, was, I, I can agree. I think like I each decade, agree. each decade has like that group of people that come out, and then there's like that one that stands out above them all. Mm-hmm. Like, and you could say like in the 2000s with with you know NSYNC and like Justin Timberlake and Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and all of them. Like, I would have given it hands down more to Christina Aguilera just because like the skill that she had at yes. singing. Like, out of all the people that yeah. made it big and in the, the early 2000s, she too. yeah, it, it was consistent with right. it. Yep. She was consistent now, with it. Now, for, for me, and and I'm trying. Like, I haven't put much thought into, like, my artist of the decade, right? But the person that I would say, like, that I think beat the odds more because she doesn't fit the stereotypical, like, rock star or pop star or just what you, the, the image that goes out. Like, even with, with Lady Gaga, besides her her her, uh, her theatrics, yeah. like, she yeah. still almost fits the mold of, of the attractive, you know, whatever. I would have to say the one that surprised me the most, especially after seeing her first music video, was Adele. Just mm. because I, mean, I gotta be for Adele, but I like where you're going. But but because you like she, she 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 you know, weight wise wasn't the skinny, like, you still know, attractive person. Yeah. Right. She's lost some weight, but still like yep. she in the first video I ever saw was with the chasing pavement or chasing sidewalks like it it was a cool actually the video is a really cool concept but uh her going beyond those things and achieving the level of success that she has almost purely off of just her 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 gift of of being able to sing like there's some people that can sing okay but they make it because of the look because of the production values behind them rather than just the raw talent which is why i would say christina aguilera out of the other group in the Mm -hmm. the previous decade was probably the most most talented out of that pool of of similar uh musicians the same thing with adele like i mean for her songs were everywhere for for a while Mm -hmm. and for her to be able to accomplish that not fitting that 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 social norm of what a a popular musician looks like like I, I give credit to anybody that's able to do that yeah. because a lot of times 
uh, to make it, it's it's not just skill. It's skill and the looks. And, and, I, and I give her credit for that because she, I mean, she was everywhere for a while. And I'm not saying that she won't be again, she but won't. like, but for that decade, like that was... I thought was yeah, was she's was, got, she's was got a kid now. I think was, so. was I thought that she was able to pull that off really well, and that was probably why why I would say like not to me personally, but mm-hmm. just like if it, if anything to inspire people that like you don't have to fit that that bill, right. and that was why like I, I I commend her for that. Oh, my turn. Yeah, sure. All right then. Um, I've got two. I've got like. Who I think is the real one and who is the one for me. (laughs) (laughs) The real one, I got no idea. Yeah, right? (laughs) So the real one, and I I don't, I think with cultural influence and and what she put out and everything else is like just logically got to be Beyonce. Big facts. Yeah, like, I mean, over the last 10 years, it'd be crazy to argue with that. No, yeah. I could definitely see that. For myself, a little more obscure and it, Nobody, if people haven't listened to him, then go for it. But, uh, like, somebody who helped me through, like, troubled times and listening to it and both, like, sometimes makes me more depressed and sometimes makes me more happy is Lucero. And I don't know if anybody's said nah. listen to Lucero. But, uh, well, we're gonna right now. But, uh, yeah. Like, Let's Lucero is kind of like, um, hopefully I don't get taken down on YouTube. They got some really weird copyright yeah, shit. Yeah, so. it's like, um, but no, just don't play it. Just don't play it. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. You don't need to play it. But no. People okay. can look it up I'll listen. later. But um, it's... Sorry. My it's kind of like some <laughs> southern kind of... And this is totally they've not up my alley. Yeah, they've got tons of albums. Yeah. But it's totally not up my usual alley. But something that I picked up and it's almost like a... Like a little bit country western rock, a li- sort of like that, but it's real slow moving and goes calm, and it's a lot of love songs and things like that. It's completely out of my wheelhouse, but I just absolutely love it, and it makes my my days go by a little bit better sometimes. Huh? Like when I'm feeling spun out, I can get back on. Track. Yeah, I think it's important to have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah just something that's that like, me, that, like that like that like re-leveling music, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. get the stuff that's like gets you amped up, right? right. That's and why you love and, music. And, you, and like, yeah. look, I went through most of my teenage years with a playlist that was depressed music. Like, literally, that's what it said. Like, yeah. depression, right? Like, when I was bummed out, this is just the <laughs> shit like, that I wanted I'm to hear. I'm going to listen to The Cure for but the like, next six hours. <laughs> yes. But I think that there's definitely there's definitely value uh, in in having that, like, that music that just evens yeah. you out to, like, get you back it's to baseline okay. You know, sometimes it makes me feel a bit, but it's also that thing where, like, sometimes you might be listening to it in your headphones and you kind of just go over and dance your wife across the living room because you feel good about it yeah that's awesome and so i just for me it's been a great discovery because it helped me get through some tough stuff in the last 10 years that's dope but the other one is just unarguable (laughs) i i would argue it just a little bit a smidge just just a smidge Mm -hmm. Uh, i had to as well beyonce was my second my second because what she has been able to do um culturally um, the impact I feel like is unquestioned. The performance is unquestioned. The work ethic is unquestioned. 
I would even argue she has one of, if not the greatest album of the last decade with the self-titled album, the surprise album right. that she dropped, shutting down most digital platforms. You know what I mean? Like when she dropped it, nobody expected that. That kind of <laughs> started the rhythm of artists dropping, su bigger artists dropping surprise, surprise albums stuff, right. because she was one of the first to do it. And it I mean, made shit, that that's the only way impact. Eminem releases it. Well, it's yeah. the only way to avoid <laughs> right. It's the only way to avoid leaks, too. Yeah, really. yeah. Right. and that again Which are inevitable is, these is, days. is phenomenal. And again, just her, you know, what she's been able to do with business across that, you know, with her and Jay Z, I think is 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 awesome. However, that would be my personal because even though like uh, I'm not a woman. But I love Beyonce. Like, you know, I'm in the beehive. I just don't go to the meetings. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, like... You're an honorary member. Yeah. No, no, I'm not an honorary member. Oh. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a member for sure. Yeah. Like, I just don't go to the meetings. But, like, my ex, like, I've only... And not to make this all about me. Like, I've only had one girlfriend in my life and my ex was that one. And then I got married after that to somebody else for, you know, a lot of reasons. Um, that was more spiritual than anything else. But that was our thing. Like, Jay and Beyonce was our thing. That's the kind of the way... You know, we were if 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 had not I we didn't break up, we would have been like them in that regard, not intentionally, but that's why that self-titled album speaks the most to me because I feel like at a point of our relationship when that album dropped, it meant so much to us. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what made that dope. So when I listen to that album, it kind of just helps me reflect on those good times that we had, you know, in the in that moment. But Drake is going to be the artist for me. That was my second one. Uh, so yeah, so Drake is going to be the artist for me, and this and this. Because he made so Should already known this one. No, like here's here's why I say it. Here's why I say it. The consistency. Yeah. The consistency. The innovation. When you look at what he dropped ten years ago to the music he's dropping now, it sounds the same, like sonically in regards to production value, but the wording, the what he's doing with flows is completely you different. Can, Even though you can, you can see the growth, you can see the growth. I have I'm, because I'm a day one Drake <laughs> fan. I have Knox. I've noticed like okay, he took that from this. Like I, I can get right. into all that, but you still cannot argue the consistency, mm -hmm. the him and the Meek battle like that was crazy you know what i mean like the shots he took at hove you know what i mean like just his he's he's establishing a dominance working with other artists you know what i mean like the it's just i think he is the artist of the decade the number one singles that was yep. the that was the yeah. that was the statistic that was like you can't wow, argue with you that. can't argue that having the most number one singles in the last decade and they said with the exception of one week he was the number one artist for the last decade every single week which is crazy. And the only reason he missed that one week was because it was a song that he was on that he was not featured, like credited, but he oh. was on it. So if he had been credited on it, he would have been on the top really? one for 10 years straight. Unheard of. Like, yeah, question. And he's still number one right now. And we're entering into a new decade. So the question he's everybody like wants MJ. to know is... <laughs> as far as hits go. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the question now is like, who's going to be next? And I'm like, I don't know if that Who is going to happen. But those are two that I would say, but the real, real one, in my opinion, is not so much even a person. And this goes back to my thought, to what I've said when I first started. Atlanta has culturally impacted the entire world because all music sounds like Atlanta. And when you think about Atlanta's run in regards to like studying music of like who helms the music, or whatever. And you're like saying that. for the decade, for right? the decade, yeah. because they started, think, they started the it, decade before. Yeah, I was gonna and say it, it started, but it, it, before that, it started late '90s, early 2000s, like Whisper right. Twins. And yeah, stuff like yeah. That. And then from there, yeah, it's yeah, gotten yeah. even think, stronger. You know, I think that's a that's an interesting perspective, right? Because like, you know, you can talk about different artists and stuff, but but the the the, the 
uh, regional sound for sure because there was a time where everything was West Coast. Everything was or West Coast. It was everything East was Coast. New York. It was New York. Right. Or everybody exactly. sounded like them, but now right. everybody sounds like Atlanta, even down yeah. to the lingo, the the yeah. production value. It no, all sounds yeah. like that, and it stems from the the last 20, 25 years. And what my my epiphany was like, I'm a huge '90s guy, huge '90s hip hop guy, and that's strictly a New York run, strictly East Coast run. And yeah. the argument that the argument that we I were think, having, I think the majority yeah. of mine is New York too. The like, argument the, that we were having like last time, Queens, we were, Brooklyn, yeah, like yeah. argument we were having last time was Atlanta's run is not the same because except for I've been jocking Outcast this entire time, <laughs> I've, so so I've, I've been on Atlanta for a long so, time. But even even with that, <laughs> even with that, yeah, but that doesn't exist anymore. Even no, with I'm, that, I, look, I buy bi- every album Big Boy puts out. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, remind yeah, me but, to come back to Outcast, but, but that's. Only forty percent outcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. That's fifty percent. We're gonna give. We're gonna give Big Boy, give his, big boy his credit. Well, we're not gonna do actually, that. That's fifty percent. I'll give him his credit. Actually, like it is funny because like I listened to an interview with him too, but it, it, there's some songs of of just purely Big Boy that I've gone back and listened to, or even just some verses purely where I think that he he is on equal footing sometimes with Andre. It's just his subject matter and his style is different. Very. Andre has a style that. That you can you can really like he's way more musically, like way like the the way he composes yeah. and the way his verses are are way. I, I think it, he's it's more hard. experimental. But what what made oh, Andre for sure? And, and I told yeah. you before yeah, in one of the in one of Big Boy's last albums, I was like, dude, he's totally doing what Andre did like two albums yeah. ago. Yeah. So like to see like that growth, but I still think that like I don't know, I'm still just I'm gonna just I think the fan. the way that that Andre three thousand was so legendary is he retired on top a number one and two he had no idea how good he was so he never got caught up in his own ego like andre 3000 (laughs) in my mind is one of the top five rappers of all time i can't give him and you know what but it's just i I understand what you're saying and i know that like probably like 50 50 like if people really want to think say it like so i already know that, who but... delano's top is so no it's but... not, it, my, my argument or my thought has nothing to do with right. that just yep. when you talk about top five artists i have unfortunately because he was in a group i never got a solo album from him. right the love below is a solo project yeah to an extent but that, that's that's why I went but it was that top but that also was so experimental it was but that, that, that's was that's, so that's my on that, only yeah. like if i put him in the top five it's like there's an ashtray by there and right. then i guess that makes sense i'm, I'm cool, cool with that yeah that's that's my that thing because yeah. like if i take away 50 percent of the raps you only you, you what do i have four four bar hooks 16 bar verses you know what i mean like do i compare that to, to someone else's to somebody's catalog, body of work, right? You know, what I'm and then I love Outkast, but Impact, like I love Outkast, but yeah. what impact do they have on impact? Hip hop, they they've had Andre 3000's creativity has yeah, had an impact. I think he had most of the impact yeah. on the evolution. Yeah. I, I would agree of rap because it changed the way people thought about stuff and yeah. and got I, less out of the braggadocio. I, I, I would, I would, I would take I would take it a step further than that and say that some of the the music that came out of Outkast and out of the the Dungeon family as a whole was was way more experimental than you were hearing at the time. I agree. And, and but I think that's a collective. Sp- that's but, but, but that, right. It's not just Outkast, no. It, but we're starting to see more of that. And that I mean that can lend towards what you were saying with Atlanta being like yeah. that that huge the, impact. Going to people wearing I think and I, but I think that the, even though Prince started all that, let's be yeah, very clear right. here. I think <laughs> that 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 grouping though 
were were ahead of the curve. Well, mm-hmm. him and like the stuffed animal pants and the football pads and stuff like that. Like, Look, yeah. when I saw Outcast in, in live, I remember one Andre of the was in I was, a dr- he was literally in a dress. Yeah. I was so proud one time to have I had this Benjamin Kelly you look so lost. for a little bit. I'm just taking it all <laughs> in. <laughs> Do you remember Benjamin Bixby? No. Like, that was Andre 3000's clothing brand, and I was so proud. You know what? Now that you say that, I do. It was all, I do. like, 1920s. I do. I remember oh, that. Because it was he, him and uh, Diddy's butler. That, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and it had the little God, hot air balloon. colored overalls, yeah. I yeah. remember. It had the hot air balloon on it, and yeah. that was, like... Where I remember when that was coming out. that guy? Uh, I think he started after... God, what was his fucking name? Oh, Jesus. It's Mr. Remember. something. Mr. Bentley. Yeah, and the only reason I remember that is because Kanye put it in a verse. Yeah. Well, a lot of people put it in a verse. (laughs) A couple people, yeah. But like, um, yeah. But the Atlanta thing, I feel like, is 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 unquestionable. Like, but that goes back to again the New York thing and classic. They have classic albums, but what the South and Atlanta has mastered is singles. Do you think Atlanta, part of Atlanta's success in the last ten years, is gentrification? Because so many people had to leave Brooklyn and Queens because of the price of stuff and California? I say no. And the reason I said it is because that has nothing to do with the sound. Well, I just, yeah, you're right with the sound, but I'm just talking about the amount of talent moving into Atlanta. I still say no because most of the people that are from, like, I claim Atlanta were birthed and raised there. So that's, and that versus that has, transplant. Versus yeah. transplant. And I think that has nothing to do, I think you see a lot more people. That are transferring to Atlanta. I, I don't think that has anything to do with gentrification. I, I think probably three or four different people that were trying to make it, like mm-hmm. up and coming rappers that went to Atlanta to try to. But I think it. it's like when you when you look at the spotlight that music kind of shines on different places. Mm-hmm. Everybody that like if once somebody has a spotlight, everybody quote unquote gets signed from there because they have right. the spotlight right now. Keep in mind when Nelly had his yeah. run in the early 2000s, yeah. you saw the same St. Louis, you saw Chingy, like that whole area the right guy? there was on the, the. There was another guy that came out of there that was from St. Louis. I can't think of what his name Shit, is. Shit, what was what was uh what was the dude that was in St. Lunatics that was uh Murphy Lee? Yeah, I mean he was like the next big thing. He yeah. was gonna be. In but but that that spotlight was there, yeah. and then the spotlight left. You know, remember the West Coast had a spotlight. Mm-hmm. Everybody was coming from there at the time. Everybody disappeared on that whole Nelly group. Stuff. Yeah, but that's that's what I that I think it was that. Um, I think people moved there because I think it, it's a twofold thing. I think because statistically, and, and somebody that is watching this a comment and quote me if I'm wrong. Um, I think as far as black wealth, African-American people being wealthy, Atlanta has that, right. like, statistically more yeah, people there. People. Yeah. And I think that's what draws people there. And they then, too, the music industry right. is is there pretty much for the most part. The hottest mm-hmm. producers are there. Most of the hottest rappers are there. Yeah. So it's easier for me to get on there. And Atlanta is so small, people are more accessible. Right. Like, I can walk down the street or go to Lenox Mall and see such and such. And, like, it's right. easier in regards to... I mean, social media makes it easier, which we talked about before, but that makes but it, it even easier. But it's not easier. the same thing. So social media I don't is not the same part. It's not. But I don't think it's gentrification. I do I think gentrification is, 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 is a thing, though. But So before we get to Kelly... I feel like that's thinning stuff out in Brooklyn and Queens yeah. a lot. Before we get to bring Kelly back into the conversation yeah. <laughs> and, and get, and get her, her take on artists, I do have one issue with Beyonce. Okay, and I'm actually, Let's go. I, I have this issue with multiple people. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll put Jennifer Lopez out there, too. About it. I'm so upset that you put Beyonce and Jennifer Lopez in the same city. But, but, but it's for almost the same reason. Okay. The issue that I had with Beyonce, and, and this is an issue I have with artists in general, just because I personally want artists to be genuine and and their their material be reflective of who they really are, is Beyonce had that one song that was like, God, I can't remember. Single Ladies? No, no. <laughs> 
base. I can't remember what the name of it was, but basically talking about robbing someone. Like I put the put the mask on, and this and this is after she hooked up with Jay Z. But basically, because she was with Jay Z, put out a song that was like kind of a gangster type gangster. I don't really right, and that's the same thing with 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 Jennifer Lopez when she was dating Diddy. When she threw the N word in one of her songs, and well, got that's a, a waste a lot of time flag. because there's nobody less gangster than Diddy. But but what I'm saying, I'm gonna shoot Diddy some bail. I don't but, believe that. But what, I'm, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like is is that in disingenuous music because like I'm this by association. Like obviously, the life that Jay Z lived and and where he grew up and the stuff that he went through that he's chronicled through his music, but others have chronicled him. You know what I mean? There's there's record of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen any record of 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 Beyonce well, living of that. She grew up in luxury. God, what the has she? Where's she from? Well, it was her 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 dad. dad her was, dad put together all that shit. Money and but where, put where, it all together. where was she from? Think about it. Where's she? I don't know, from? but she's always had money. I don't. That's not true. I'm not going to say she always I had money. No I'm idea. not going to make no, that conversation. But but I'm what, but, but all I'm saying I, is I, like I get what you're saying, but I think that is to just to shoot bail is. I don't think people are really familiar with where she's from. That's and, why, and that could be because yeah. of what's been portrayed, yeah. right? Without because, being able to dig farther. Because again, go, going going back to how her father portrayed her image earlier on, right? When, and he was very controlling. And he was very of controlling and very controlling of how her image was. When she broke free from that, to a lot of regards, you starting. I felt like I got more genuine music when she broke free of her father. And and I would agree. That's, that's and that's where you see that because like, most likely because again being being a part of the Beehive, not going to the Beehives, I've heard that <laughs> knock before, and not even just about that. I heard that knock about her, her music not being as genuine as as it should have been and not as authentic. That was. The, that was the one well, time I that I was like, class. that was the one time that I was like, no, I from, from the image that you've portrayed, yeah. and, and granted, a lot of that in the earlier years, that was her father and her mother. Her yeah. mother was a big part, well, too. Part, yeah. But like, once she was with Jay-Z, that was the one song that to me... I don't really remember that song. I, I, I can't remember the name but of it. I, I, to, to answer but the like question... But she's talking about putting on the mask and, and robbing someone at gunpoint. And it's like... Sure it did. And, and that one struck me just because I was like, really... But really, again, I understand. All of a sudden, you're da- you, all of a sudden you're dating Jay Z, and now this kind of song is coming out. Like, if that would have been a part of the the narrative from the beginning, like, hey, but think this- about this and giving. But it part- wasn't a type of music at that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that I'm not. I'm. She she was making music as a kid. I think they got signed when she was 15. They put out their first album when she yeah, was 16. Yeah, she did basically like talent shows her whole. You see what I'm saying? Like, so 16. Right. I'm putting on my first album. Look at the first single. No, 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 no. Then why cut this on a remix and, and then you know what I'm saying? Then yeah. that's the second album, you know what I'm saying? We get Bills, 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 we get um what's up? Say my name. Say my name, which is phenomenal. That's not this is ninety eight here. Ninety eight. Right, yeah. So like I'm still a kid, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like to yeah. an extent. And I'm I'm, I'm trying to portray this image because you gotta think about girls' groups were a thing. She came out in the True. late nineties. Well, so I don't and, have and that was, trying to follow Destiny's child. Well, not just you, that, you see what I'm saying? But that so, was the that was the entirety of Destiny's child that, was a little more rough and tumble. But that was the entirety way, of that like, whole that whole generation. I mean right. that was So I say you, you don't have time to say that was the last great generation of groups. Right, Cause, absolutely. Because because it's it's pretty what, much faded since then. Early I mean, 90s? The, late well, 90s. no late nineties. That 2000s. was the last generation yep. of groups because that was when you had 
Boy, Backstreet, uh, Boys. Backstreet Boys, Boys. NSYNC, Destiny's Child, 90 Degrees, yep. 702, uh, yeah, oh my all God. that, all that, Black, yeah, Black, yeah. Look, they had a I fucking mean, MTV show, a reality show that turned like, into a group that O Town oh, or whatever. Danity Kane, making Danity a band, Kane. yeah, making group? a band, yeah, right. Yeah, P- that's right. Pete did so that show. Was so I think there like was the... actually good groups in there too. Like yeah. none of those I would consider good groups. They were made for teenagers. Like, there was whoa, some talent whoa, in there. Whoa, 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 <laughs> Like, you would consider, like, Backstreet and everybody good groups? I, no, I, that's not my jam. I don't, no. That's not my kind of music. <laughs> However, I can't I can't disregard I their fan, impact and what their music... Right. Like, that, that, no, that impact I, in those words. Like, it was... If you would have went to that concert at any time, there wouldn't have been anybody that had a set of balls that wasn't wearing pink and then they wouldn't hey, tough guys wear pink like, okay. there, there so wouldn't be, and there wouldn't be and it'd just be like so because be some dads and shit but, but so Delano we missed your cancelled thing right there but, uh, <laughs> don't, oh, can, don't sorry. cancel yeah. us but don't just, cancel us these are jokes <laughs> They're just jokes. Well, I'm just saying, like, in All R&B, yeah. there was good bands. There was really talented, crazy... I mean, you But those had... are, that's pop music as a whole, though. Yeah. Right. Christina that, that was, was, that, was that pop was that at the period. time. Yeah, right. I wouldn't consider boy bands, like, something historically valuable. Like, the people that came... Ah, I, can't, I can't let you get that off. I can't let you get that off. Oh, oh no. You think there classic rock in 40 there. years is going to be playing Backstreet? Yes. Yes. So, 100%. wait, wait, wait. Hold, 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 hold. Literally, it went from literally, literally, literally. Now wait, they're wait, playing wait, wait. Led Zeppelin. Literally, right, someone, just, gonna go, someone just posted this. Someone just posted My this head and would it made me laugh. Somebody went Ready? Led Zeppelin to Backstreet. Someone just posted. There's, there's some more segue in between that there. I've, Add in Nirvana. That I personally know. Someone just posted that I'm 104.3, which is traditionally like a classic rock. Love that station. Whatever. Played Hey Ya. Okay. Hey Ya has made it to 104.3. Well, Hey Ya was yeah, from like 01, wasn't it? But, but yeah, it's still like a classic but, song. Man. But is it, but it's, is it, is it old enough to be considered? No. Like, like would you consider it? You know, How like old classic is it right now? rock. I think that's 2002. Yeah, I think you're I right. Think 2002 or was that? 2003, because yeah, when that 2003, because when that album came out, it was like right before my son was born. Pretty close. Like I would say, anything more than 20 years goes unclassified. So Backstreet Boys is 98, 97. Yeah. That's when they started, look, yeah. Look, but the millennium came out. So I can't Albert agree too. in any way that Backstreet 98 Degrees or Insync is but, anything but passable garbage. No, and I agree with that. Are you hearing? Barry, Barry, Barry Gordy argument. had something to do with Insync and but Backstreet your argument, starting. Like, that yeah, should tell you Barry something. Barry Gordy did The Last Dragon, which was awesome, but it's not going to win an Oscar. <laughs> Okay, hey, r- real quick. But well, why quick. is it not going to win the Oscar? Going back to our Oscar yeah. conversation, come on, be consistent here. So, so real quick though, like the, the argument was though, was any groups, right? And that was I think where Delano took point, and I'll take point Whereas, too. Like, boys because to I'll say boys the men, yes. and I'll say Jackson Five yes. are, are no, two. They started out as boys men, right? Black. New edition, yep. boy groups. New edition started out as a boys man. Yes. New edition, yes. New well, new edition. Menudo. Everybody came out of new edition and was successful. Like. <laughs> The talent in New Edition was awesome. The talent Menudo, there was like one. Thank you for providing an awkward moment for me. But, uh, but like Anytime. New Edition, every single person came out and could throw a solo out. Except yeah. well, BBD. But the, or, wait, or wait, 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 That's not what you. That, that, that's not the argument. You said it's garbage because the content was meant for teens. When's the last time you listened to Telephone Man? 
fuck yeah, like that. My dad loved that song. But that's what I'm saying. It was made for kids. But, but, then, but then you're thinking, but then you're thinking groups. Girls. What about digital? How was it not? That was a good point. That was a total. Uh, just come on, you reach it. So, you reach it. So <laughs> you reach I, it. I will say that boys. I respect the men, your opinion. I respect you so much, and you know that. But you reach yep. it. There, there's one song <laughs> that I will I'm say cool. that boys the men yeah. wasn't Me made for I'm a teen saying, audience. Like, I don't believe. Yeah. That, that was. Uh, uh, I understand, but yeah, I just well, think. Personal opinion. Yeah, I respect it. I just don't think like and Justin Timberlake. Trust me, like I think he's. I, when you talk about Christina Aguilera, like I think with staying power and everything, like Justin Timberlake, he 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 definitely was able to. Tra- like he but came I out would there still and say pure talent wise, Christina everybody. was above was above Justin. Talent wise, singing ability. The reason I don't agree on that is because Justin. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Justin, <laughs> right? Justin also has the acting <laughs> ability and the comedy ability. If you've ever Christina's seen acted, acted, but maybe not as good as Justin. We're, we're exactly. not. We're, we're not gonna uh, subscribe. To Justin Timberlake being a great actor. We're not gonna <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but actor. I mean, it's not, not that he's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna stop wait, the Justin that. Timberlake acting with one movie, The Love Guru. Done. I, I honestly, I've not seen that. No, I'm it's not jacking. Probably good. Mike no, Myers' worst like, movie. So like, that I'll was like one of the worst it. movies oh. I've ever seen. Oh, I thought you were saying it was no, good. No, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm settling the Justin Timberlake acting with that. That movie was garbage. Terrible. Well, no, I'm thinking more of like when That's he goes one of the on, when he goes that on I've SNL. He's know? hilarious on SNL. I'll give him that. Yes. No, he has comedy jobs. To Dick in a box? Are you kidding me? Like yeah. That's that was classic. I mean, it also might be biased because half the people in SNL suck. <laughs> and then you, when yeah, you're compared, when you're on a stage, yeah, they're with definitely a bunch in a different stuff. plane than they were 20 years yeah. ago. But that, that's but, because... but is that going to be the same argument 20 years from now? Exactly, exactly. You, you're going to look at Bill Hader and stuff and be like, "Oh man, they used to be I mean, so funny know, compared like, to now." There's I mean, been times in SNL's history where they well, had a really great setup. It's just yes. not right now. Yeah. yeah. And I, that, I feel like that's the beauty of that show, and it speaks to the longevity because everybody goes through there at some point in time. Yep. Like even to which I learned recently, I didn't know about <coughs> Eddie Murphy when he when his original cast mm-hmm. was yeah. there. Everybody got fired except for him and another guy. And the only reason they kept him is because he ate what they thought was dog food live on air. Oh my! And one of his bits. That was his first wow, first man. bit. I didn't never know that. And that's why they kept. And that's why they kept him because they thought it was funny. Wow. It was like it's somewhat that's, funny. We'll keep you because there's degrading. there's petition. I agree. Yeah, because they but like, did everything. He was also a kid when he got on there. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He was like seventeen years old. Yeah. So I got another topic, but artist of the of the decade. She's Lady Gaga. Did I you started, say that? Yeah, yeah, she started. started. Sorry, uh, I mean, I don't really listen to today's music yeah, me neither from i mean from just, and, just and a i think that puts me out of touch like when you were talking about earlier of, like you know certain certain maybe bands it, it, it like 21 me, pilots things like that now. other than that i i'm like when, but why when i, I like, why? When I, DJ I like old music and like, you dj i'm surprised no like i used to dj you don't dj no more and and that's where i think where where my lack of current day knowledge comes from is that i'm not actively DJing enough that I need to acquire nowadays That's music. Fair. So nowadays, the only music I pay attention to is the artist that I'm fans of, is That's the music fair. that I like. Yes. So there's That's a lot exactly, of stuff like yes. when you guys That's were bringing up Griselda, right? Never fucking heard no of Griselda. Idea. But again, because I've removed myself from that. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that I listen to is the music that resonated mm. with me, and I'm not. I don't have my ear to the street as much. You know, like what's crazy I used about to. that. I don't. I feel to like an that extent. boxes me yeah. out when I. I yeah. try to listen to everything, yeah, and so that's the fun thing about having a Sony who's 
19 years old, too. Cause, yeah. Like, he texts me stuff all the time. He's like, you got to listen to this. You see, listen see to this. we're not there yet with me and Dylan. <laughs> What's funny is is I went on a field trip with Dylan and his, in his school. We had to go to the DIA, right? So I had to do a field trip. I had to ride on the bus with all the kids and shit. Oh, boy. And I'm listening to Dylan talk to this other kid about what's on their phone with music. And all Dylan's stuff is Nas. Outcast. I remember you telling me that story. Like, yeah. like, like stuff that I love because I, and I've had that That's much of an impact on yeah. him. You know, like he wants his first concert to be Big Boy. He's like, wow, I want to go see Big Boy for my first concert. So, like, which was it was funny. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> but, but like to me, I mean, if he was maybe a little older, but oh, like to me, him. but to me, like it's a sense of like kind of like pride like i feel like i've instilled some good taste in music on Mm -hmm. him right and that's one of the reasons why i pulled away from music so much is that like i like the mumble rap stuff killed me and 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 we've had this talk too like i appreciate the skill behind the the lyricism Mm -hmm. right like to be able to tell a story or to convey a message (coughs) with with rhymes but that also like the complex rhyme patterns stuff like that are the things that i really look for and actually saying something and having a message like one of the one of my favorite quotes from a song is uh is from most staff and it's from a black star song but like he says like my narrative rose to explain its existence like like i'm telling what i'm seeing i'm this is the reason i do this is because i have to share what i'm seeing and what i'm living through and that's what i like i know it's being still said but i i just i, I can't get with it like the beats like i'll always appreciate good beats mm-hmm. N- won't necessarily appreciate the lyricism behind it i think there's a total lack of in in some artists nowadays have have come out and said it like biggie who right like like that like the the lack of appreciation to what came before and what set up where you're at now that irks me to a degree that makes me not want to listen yes there are some artists like that i'll appreciate right like uh like kendrick lamar like listening to uh, like kendrick like there's a few people that that seem like they're still trying to keep that alive Whereas the majority of everything else is trying to just capitalize on what's popular at the moment instead of taking time to really hone that craft. Like you were saying, Delano, like if you encounter someone that's like, yo, check out my tape and you're like, so spit some bars and it's garbage, you're going to call him on his garbage. Well, I feel like a lot of what's on the radio right now is garbage. So, and I don't have the time or don't want to put forth the time to find the stuff that's That's new. That's good. Right. I think um, that's why I wanted to know what kind of music that you, I know what kind of music you like, but to Kelly, what kind of music do you like? Because I think where, like me and Justin was saying, like it puts you in outside of a bubble when you're not connected. And for me, I was just telling my wife, like, because our last two years or two and a half years with our kid and her being sick, I was, I've been so contained. I've been in the house. I have not been outside. I haven't been to a restaurant. I haven't really done nothing in two and a half years. Truthfully, I've been really on, (laughs) what's the, what's the word when they, when they coordinating like mm. you know what like when they like, quarantine quarantine yeah quarantine. i can't think of the word yeah so you're a homebody yeah i'm i am a homebody but i've been so detached like i i know what's out like i'm listening to so much because title i i pump title everywhere i go with music lovers because the way that the platform is set up is designed for you to hear the stuff 
It's designed for you to hear new music, but it also is designed to hear what you like. Yeah. So like what they do, like <clears throat> Apple, when you set up Apple, they say, what artist do you like? And they'll play things from their artists and they'll try to play similar music, but the shuffle never really does it for me. Tidal, on the other hand, what they do is they listen to songs that you like and they put songs in the shuffle that sounds like those songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So like if I'm listening to a Summer Walker, it'll play a Kiera Lenard right after that, you know, or, or Lene, how you pronounce her last name, right after that. Then it'll play a Mahogany right after that. Okay. Then it'll play, like it'll play things so, in so the similar So their algorithm thing. or however they're yes. doing it is way better. It's way, way better. That's I, how Spotify is I'm gonna shit on fucking Spotify. Oh, God. It, it, it hits home for me. And wow. then even, okay. even with, the, w- they highlight Every new singles come out daily, albums come out weekly. They highlight the way to the user platform. I can see what is out. And they also have a separate platform or a separate, you know, part of the uh, app that shows me underground artists that are new and are putting out different content. So I'm able that's, to that's see cool. so much. But the thing about it is that I feel like I'm not as attached. I'm not sure what's working. In other words, I don't know what's really hot. Right. Yeah. I know what's hot to me. I don't it, know what's it, really hot. I like seeing new stuff because yeah. I feel, I don't know, I feel dead if I'm not really yeah doing that like not to make it more important than it is but it, I, it's part of me staying alive no like, i feel understand like it's, it's understand. use like yeah. it's use and excitement like to have new music to have new fashion to understand new things that are going on absolutely because you see that like you know you see growing up you got that one guy in a leisure suit still busting around town <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> And it was like 1977, and somebody right. said, you look great. And he's like, cool, I'm going to stick with this for the next 40 years. Right. And never ask questions, never learns anything new, like everything's right. the same. Stuck in that bubble. Like right. he's still yeah. in the bubble. He's still got like the Abba Saturday Night, Night Fever album on every single day on his way to work. And it's just like, are you following hair. me? What keeps you... <laughs> I feel like what keeps you young At is... At least someone got that joke. Yeah. <laughs> I know if I do stand-up, <laughs> Kelly's my audience. Just me. But what keeps you young is, like, caring about the world. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you shut down. Once you shut down, like, it's really hard to get back up again. It's, it's not that, like, for me, it's not that I don't care. It's just that... I'm not personally that, insulting you. No, I know. I'm, 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 I'm not taking it personal. Look, I, I let a lot of shit run right off the shoulder, right? No, for me, it's, uh, it's just, just, it's hard for me to relate. And, and I look for something more. Like, I'm looking for more substance. And so, like, that's part of the, the thing with, like, new music that's, that will drive me crazy. You know, it's just, like, I can't. Listen to Griselda, man. I can't get behind it. So, just like. To but the thing is, it's, like, depending well, on what I, you're I, listening to. I played to, a little bit before we started recording. I was I listening to my headphones. I and, like, say, the sound, like you guys yeah. are saying, automatically, like, that grimy sound yes. sounds like New I hear York, totally, like for sure. totally, and again, where this is, don't cancel us. I totally hear Griselda music and really want to go post up again. Like, <laughs> I remember I want to go outside, like, and just be on the block, like how I used to be when I was a kid. Like, yo, what's up? What we doing? You know what I mean? Like, it just makes you want to get active. Not saying that you just commit crimes <laughs> or anything like that. But it just puts me into yeah. a spot. It's like, right. yo, like, and even that's how I feel about, like, some of the newer acts. Like, oh, man, one of my favorite songs right now is an artist from New York, which I love what Brooklyn is doing, like, the resurgence. I'm not sure if you remember. Pop Smoke. I love Pop Smoke. I haven't listened to that yet. You haven't heard a new song? It's called Christopher Walken. I love it. And yes. the, the, the whole thing, he, he's talking, it's actually a, a, a subliminal diss record to another Brooklyn artist he's beefing with. Casanova, which I love Casanova. Casanova has this saying where Casanova he's like, two times. Yeah, he's yeah. like, y'all ain't outside. Y'all ain't outside. Y'all ain't outside. Like, he's, he, that's his, like, thing, like, as, as a running joke. It's Casanova joke. almost, yeah, like, he just kind of says What's the same called? shit, like, Pop all the time. What? It's called, it's called Christopher Walken. That's the name of the song. Yeah. And so he, Pop Smokes makes this record, and he's like, yo, y'all saying they outside? 
Send the attic. We gonna slide. Hey, and I just love that. So, so I love that grimy so kind of music. Like, yo. I just want to say that, <laughs> that I love, like that, I love that it's not Christopher Walken. It's Christopher Walking. Yes. <laughs> yes. My favorite thing is, like, all right, you find some more 46-year-old white guys that are going to talk to you about this. <laughs> I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you money for everyone. <laughs> like, it's crazy. But I, but I, I love that kind of stuff because it just, it just ah, I push you with a space like, yo, but go, that's come like outside. The thing, like, yeah, come outside. It keeps, you, it keeps you so happy. I remember the only thing I really, really miss about my second marriage. Yeah. Is <laughs> that outside. she had a godfather who was so cool, and he was like this 80-year-old guy who was a professor at Wayne State. Mm-hmm. And I used to go so over there, wisdom. and he would yeah. play me like all the new rap tracks that he had because he was obsessed oh, with it. Yeah. And bl- he'd smoke blunt and and play all this stuff. And he was like 83. That's awesome. And he See, was the coolest I, guy. He knew what and, he liked. <laughs> so like one, of the, one of the things that always drove me nuts about the music business was that that what was hot was what was being fed to you Mm. and i do appreciate that nowadays you're able to find what's hot for you too much you want you to take yeah Yeah. but i just want to give it a little taste that's hard so so like to me like it, that was one of the things that always bugged me mm-hmm. was that you you get fed what the machine wants you to eat, and and, and I appreciate like when you can find those well, like those artists. Thing. And that's that like was radio. like what I always liked when I used to DJ was that like I would do shows with these people that had this voice that wasn't on the radio that were trying to tell their story and trying to make it, and you could hear all these unique things. For me, I never used to go post up. Yeah, <laughs> but but MOP. Yeah. MOP, Yo, oh my god. MOP wanted to make me like just all that, all look, that kind of me. Wu Tang, MOP, Mob look, Deep, like it just pushed you in a space. Like, yo, look, I ran with people like that, but, like, exactly, for exactly. Like, yo, sure. like, for I, sure. Look, Annie Up had one of my like that whole oh, Annie one of up. my favorite messages. Like, I love, like, you see that man shining, get up it's on the goddamn diamonds. diamonds. Like, Remy's who, verse on yo, the Annie Up. I kept you backstage, give me the keys to the escalator. You think you Q-Hope, take off them Gucci shades. What? Like, take them off. Like, run it. What kills me, what kills me is that, like, like that's lost, right? Like, you can tell us, be like, MOP, no one knows what the fuck that is nowadays. Like, and that, so, like, yeah, and it's funny. There's a lot of people that No, there is a lot of people that are old that would know MOP. That, no, My yes. son would. But, but like, but like, but is yeah. that yes. because you've influenced them? Yes. Just yeah. like the reason my son knows Nas and, and, and knows how the whole song Rewind is a story told backwards, <laughs> like, like those kind of things. Like that's something I've passed mm-hmm. down to him. But like someone that hasn't had someone to pass that down, yeah. doesn't know those I'll, things. I'll, I'll play devil's advocate for a second, just to just to shoot shoot the Un- younger artist. Unless not even that, not even that. Unless they are a true true student of of music or a true student of that craft and wants and has the initiative to go back and learn those things i would I say i think there's a very real difference between a person that is just trying to be a musician now and put their stuff out or someone that really loves it and really wants to learn as much as they can and it's coming from the so heart. For, for some for someone for me like to me for someone to say like i'm a rapper now pfft, Fuck Biggie and Pac <laughs> and any of the guys that came before me. I but wait, let me. This what. That's why I say ahead. shoot the bell. It's to not, me that kills me. 
it, and I yeah. understand it. I understand it. But is that a matter of them really not appreciating history or appreciating your history? And what yeah. I mean by that is because they have legends too. Because those same sure. artists will might say like, same, it might not be the same. They're not going to say. They're not going to have the same. They're legend. not going to say yeah. Biggie is no. top five, but you can't tell them that I'm Gucci Mane is not. I'm not saying it's the that same. Biggie is top five. But I'm just saying like, it's an age thing. Different generation. I would say more just. When you're an artist, you should know the history of it. I'm like that with film. I'm like that. How far does it go? Like that's the thing. Like, like when I talk to people, you get to a line and they're just like, okay, I'm done. I I, I don't know anything past this line. Right. So how far does it need to go when you're 20 years old? Like 20 years old, you're, that's only 2,000. But to me, I, I'm sorry to cut no, you off. Ahead. I would say it depends on what your why is. That yeah. going to business, I, I always ask people what their why is. Why do you want to do this? Some artists, and that's fine. You just want to be in it to make money. That's cool. Yeah. Right. Get your money, make your flip, do what you need to do. I'm not knocking it. Feed your family. There are those other artists who are passionate about the music, and that, I feel like that's where you get those artists at. But you got to know the difference. And I feel like as a consumer, you know, you know, right. like this guy is probably They're not going to be I, here I, for ten years. Let me, if he's hot, let me just like what is what it is. And to just be like, honest, what it is. Like, like let's be a hundred percent honest. Like, I, if you just came in and you're used to the music now, like. 80% of Pox catalog is going to be a little bit boring to you. I would agree. Like, because yeah, of, the, a lot because more of the, the speed and, and, and how yeah. it In went. General. Yeah. Like, I all mean, sampling. it's not all California love. A lot of it is kind of slow. And then, like, even further, I've heard this argument, and I'm not mad at it, to where the the younger rappers or the younger generation feel like we're more authentic than the 90s artists because they were lying. They were lying about all the things that they were doing because it was who's tougher, and we're really doing it. And so you see that, which is the problem. Which is yeah. the problem. It's a problem That's because the they problem. took that. They took that mindset, and it's like, Casey, okay, so here, here's, here's my point. No, here's my point. That's how they ended up causing the West Coast East Coast war. Yeah. Case in point. Pot is is an exception to the rule, right? But for, when you look at a lot of these people, yes, it stemmed from. You, I heard this. Not saying it's true, but I've heard this. NWA, influential group. You, you right. look you look at it, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like all of them are killers, you know, or not killers, mm. but like, you know a handful. Handful right. they, they were yeah. all they were about that life. Let's say that. Like, but let's the say only this. two gang members in that were were Eric and Ice Cube. Ice Cube was never a gangster in real life. And, and Ice Cube's in my top five. But let me say this. I heard <laughs> He grew up in a rough he, he, he grew up. He, right. he wasn't active. He wasn't active. Yeah. But to him, I started Where the Eric gangster Wright stuff. Was. Eric, they all say it. Eric was the one that was about right. it. He was yeah, outside. Yeah, he was. We were not, but we rapped about it. I'm just using this as an example. Because right. Dre certainly wasn't. Yes, we rapped about certainly it. Certainly so wasn't listen. in his fucking fancy yeah. shiny suits. But, no. but look at that. NWA, <laughs> their whole thing is we're gangster rappers. We're West Coast right. style, all the stuff like that. We're gangbanging, right? But these kids are really doing it. Right. Pop Smoke is really a crit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so, like, not that I'm glorified, right, but I'm just like saying blue face to Blueface, yeah, yep. I'm not saying that, but it's to them, it's like, why would I honor what's fake? I mean, Snoop was really a crit. So, Snoop was. So, I, I remember the Snoop murder trial. Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I think, and I but, think that's, that's some that's of what the, the difference is. And that's what causes the problem is it's hard separating that after you get some success. Well, yeah. yeah. I and, I, and I think part of that is. Like, so with NWA, they brought that situation to the forefront, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, not all of them were living it. Clearly, Dre's taking some knocks for, for his... Do you think it was mostly NWA suit. or it was Tipper Gore? <clears throat> I think... What? It was a combination. I would love to think that it was more NWA. <laughs> uh, 
Well, I mean, they owed a lot like, to that sticker on the front of the album. But but I can tell you this, like, it, it, I think personally that there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of I do, or well, I'm saying stuff that I don't really do. And I think there are those rare cases where it is someone living that life that's telling those stories, that's that's getting that message out there, that actually finds fame. But I think there's a lot of people. There was, there's been well, a they lot of... they do end up with, like, Takashi 6 9 th- There's a, been a lot... There's been a lot of artists. <laughs> we, we, we're not. We're going to totally bypass that. There's, 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 there's like that's a fake right there. That yeah, tried to be real. We're there's, not even going to get that. No shine. A, no a shine. lot of artists that. that that I've listened to in my lifetime, specifically to hip hop and rap, that has been like it's hard for me to picture you doing any of this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And like that's. So that, like, all already, to me, in my mind, I lose a little credibility, right? Like, to me, like, that, I've always tried to look for the the real story. And I can get behind music or the story they're telling if it's something that's going on in that neighborhood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, in that culture or in that world that I may not be privy to, that I've not seen. But it... it, it to me, like perfect example, and this is this is one that's driven me nuts my whole life since I since I met them. So when I used to DJ, there was this this group I can't remember what the fuck they were called, but they're from Clinton Township, and it was a group of white guys from Clinton Township. Okay, and if you know Clinton Township, Michigan, sure, there's maybe some sketchy areas, but overall, it's predominantly white. <coughs> it's predominantly like it, it's not no, that bad trying, of an area. You're trying to okay? pretend, right? <laughs> exactly. And these motherfuckers got a song bodies in my trunk and they're talking about how you fuck with them you'll be a body in their trunk they're not bodying anybody no one's in their fucking trunks and, but 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 that is that maybe is they a, were just going around picking up roadkill sure. or they were but, trying to remake the classic nori and nod song body in the trunk which is a phenomenal nori record if yeah. you've never heard that and if you have you should pause this and listen to body in the but, trunk but so what i'm saying <laughs> but, but to me like that like right then and there the no matter what they did I could not take them seriously because that's not really you. Yeah. And and for me, when I'm listening to an artist, I want to hear th- like them, right? Well, what do you think about like going in the same thing? Like or, maybe you had a rough existence, but you're somebody like Esham or something like that, or not? So, as, so where, again, you, like being able. Are to, you really gonna like sacrifice bodies and shit like that? Like, no, but, that but what I'm saying, like if you're <laughs> so like in the NWA case, if you're telling the stories of the area that you grew up in, I can respect that also. But when you're telling stories or the message of your song or the 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 meat of your your composition is fucking totally fantastical and it has nothing to do with, especially within. And, and and I would say this is this is specifically to to the hip hop and rap community just because that's what it rose from. It rose from you noticed, talking about our situation. Not mine. Have you but, seen the trend of the, people the black talking about situation. their murders and their songs and now getting convicted for it? I was, like, that's I was, just that's, straight, that's, that's yeah. straight up fucking I mean, stupid. There's, <laughs> but it goes well, let's back be to, reasonable, right? But that yeah. goes back to I feel like the. The mess happened a lot. It's, it's, really. it's people. It's not. It's like it's their. I would say it's their way of interpreting the history. Instead of saying right. Biggie is top five or Biggie is phenomenal, I'm gonna actually go live what I rap about because that's what rap right. was or is. Because that YNW Melly kid detailing the song, killing his best friend, and he actually being—I don't even know if he got fully convicted yet, but, but it's—it's it's, I mean, it's that's pretty much one right. that, and that's one 10. of the examples, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's like these people, of, kids, and, are and really even, doing. And that. I know, like you said, let's not talk about it. But even like with the Takashi situation, I really don't want to give him any plat- platform. But yeah, I understand. No, but, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if if his defense was true. 
he was a hundred percent a faker, but got with everybody around him. But and then but how out, often does like, that happen? How often does lot. someone that that is trying to create this persona and this image falls victim to that and, and, and ends up in that for real because of the people they're associating with? So like to me, like that's that that's a I don't I don't even know how to describe like how that makes me feel because it's like one it feels like a slap in the face to the people that have really lived through those things and have shared their stories and, and been able to, 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 to convert, right? Like, like being like Jay-Z being the goat for you. Right. Oh, but, but, but literally, literally besides, that. besides, you know, the beef that him and Nas had and some things that he may have said that questioned Jay-Z's history. <laughs> I'll, I searched in your first take on Tura Large Professor. Then I heard you have a bunch of techos. He can quote Justin, every so Jay Z yeah, line ever. Like, I mean, that's that ridiculous. really happened. That, but, but, there's but people that corroborated like, that story. Right, I get but, you. But what I'm you. saying is, like, for that, like, that's someone that I mean, that's someone that 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 should be inspiring everyone above that stuff. Like, but, what kills me is when like someone, okay, someone really is coming from from that bad area. They're really trapping. They're rapping about it. And they're they're starting to get that notoriety, and they're still doing that stuff. That's that they're trying to like. There's some artists, Jay Z is the biggest, the biggest one you could say that have been able to rise above and lay out that blueprint for well, people to follow. That's the fool's game, like the fool's game, and that happens all the time with athletes too. And you see that fall true, down. True, true. Is where that's their way like, out. Like you, you get out of the game. You get out of the game and you get out of the neighborhood and everything else, but you can't help go back. And then it brings you down. Like anybody, you end up getting crushed. Anybody ever watch Ballers? With the, the, the HBO yeah, Ballers? Yeah, yeah. No. Same thing. Delayed. 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 Yeah, last season when, with the shooting. Yeah. Like the, well, but but that. that's that's basically Aaron Hernandez, too. It's right? the exact like, same If you watch the, the Netflix. Well, Aaron, Aaron Hernandez. Hernandez. I still have to watch that, yeah. I can't speak on that. But you get it, too, right? Like, that was the same. I mean, that was probably Ballers commenting clearly on that whole situation. But it was just someone that, like got wrapped up in what they were trying to portray versus what well they really hernandez were. was more trying to portray it than actually grew up right exactly Whereas a lot of people grow up exactly in it and that's or they can't leave it behind right like, so, like, I, I have, so i read, a, read I an article about blueface for the people who grew up in it than the people who tried so to so like that was one of the things i read about blueface right like he's a crip and he makes no qualms about letting everybody know it but he's also talented and he's he's gaining a lot of a lot of heat like a lot of buzz mm. And, and it was funny because the article was, he's at the point where he needs to make that decision. Does he stick with with the gang and with the people that he's associated with so far? Or does he make that decision that's better for him and get away from all that stuff and, and grow his subject, his content? And, and I think that's, a, that's a, a situation that a lot of people find themselves in, especially when... when you may come from from a time in an area where you don't have that support but your boys they were the ones that were ride or die right they were the ones that were there for you the whole time and now that you're starting to make it you can't really leave them behind i think sometimes some people's loyalty can can be a downfall I agree. right i agree because that. like you need to know like you need to be able to learn when you're at this level in if you still support this or if they're not willing to, to move to that next level with you and forgo all that 
I don't Childish think people bullshit. know how. It's, 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 right. That's which, the difference. It's, it's, been, you don't know how. You're, you've been institutionalized. Yeah. yeah, you've been yeah. institutionalized. It's, it's, it's the PTSD the thing. You yeah. don't even know how. Like, you don't even have the capacity to even think any other way than what you've been taught and what you've been taught to survive these kind of right. situations. Right. You know what I mean? Like, everybody wasn't, like, when I say post up, I'm not saying I was outside doing no, anything. No, I'm no. just, I'm like, I feel like I'm more Nas or I'm just observing. Right. Like, I'm outside because my friends are out there doing this stuff. Right. You know what I mean? I, I feel like the thing that God saved me, even before I was even aware, to like, I've always was cognizant of my story. I always wanted to be in a place to where I can make it and say, I did it without that. Right. Like, my friends were out there doing, I have stories, it's an Instagram meme where it's like, I'd be this close to selling drugs. I have stories like that where like, literally i'm this close and then something happens and it just it just it doesn't took work you the opposite it took direction, me a, a right. different direction in the yeah. most literal sense and that's what i mean by that like you don't know how like and jay-z has a song called the allure where people be the in love with the life Dude. like when i when i when i went to college i had to do I like, it right now. Uh, well that's the option like it's either People think that that's the only option. Yeah, but again, if you don't know how, like if this is the lifestyle I, but if I, you've I been, have. But it's not the only option. And it's I'm not, not, I'm not trying to put option. words in your mouth, but yeah. like if you've been told your whole life that that's the only option and that there's no way for you to rise above, but I, but like, I, you're going to be a bit brainwashed. Then you're, you're going to just go that option. But, I like, agree. But what he's saying, but though, what too, saying is, is once the, you get the other option, like once you start you, getting you the money it. or you start getting successful, you don't know how to let go of that because it's engraved into yeah, your DNA right. as who you are. Well, it's so, all about like putting a hand out to try to pick people to pull that them too, up. Like, but at the same time, it's like... Your boys might not want to Exactly. But then it's also like... I'm a fraud if I turn back on it. Right. I'm not. I'm that's not. Exactly I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I'm not you. But that's yeah, what I said. You yeah. don't know how to do it. And even when you look at Jay Z's career, since you use him as the example, there have been some stumbles along sure. the way with him. You oh, know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. It's just that's just what not it is. You have. Yeah. You have to learn that. And I think surrounding yourself with different people allow you to do that. But you don't know how to surround yourself with different people because right. we don't know how to socialize because we're institutionalized. It's the PTSD thing, and this is a completely different conversation <laughs> for another day. Really, you know what I mean? But you don't even know. Okay. How. For that discussion. That's like cool. you don't know how. Like <laughs> I promise you, I didn't even and I and I'll, and I'll use myself for example. I didn't even know how emotionally immature I was until I got into college, like deep into college, hanging around different characters or not, not different characters, different people, different cultures. And I'm just like I didn't even I wasn't even aware because until everybody you, until you experience the stuff yeah. that's beyond what you grew because you, everybody in the hood we we all speak and sound and look the same. We're having the same thing. We handle our situations the same way. Like there's certain responses that are elicited because disrespect is just that's what you right. were taught and yep. still. And then being in a single parent household takes that even a step further because the single mother is telling or is trying to do the best and raising men and yeah. not really having the, the adequacy to do that so they're telling you this is how you respond to something this is how you do this so you go outside it's like that's how you have to respond to the point now where my mother still texts me and my brothers every day every morning almost four or five times a week if something happens just walk away but you spent 14, 15 years of my life telling me, like, if something happens, you're going to fight. Yeah, you, you, you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, now because it's a, man up, right. it's a change. And it's like, how? I mean, we talk about all the time. Me and my brother's like, yo, you, you you don't even have that mindset now to, and again, just God for me, like, that's where I kind of my boundaries kind of come into play at and even still you go over those because sometimes you just are in a situation right. where you have to react and that's where I say you don't know how nobody's there is telling you how to do this and when people do it's like you don't want to receive the message because sometimes you have to bump your head a little bit and unfortunately what we're seeing with artists or younger artists is they're bumping their head but that bump in the head is sending them in a, either yeah. to the grave or to like jail for life you know what I, I mean I'll and admit the, like I grew up you know, and I definitely got a different life experience than you, but yeah. 
you know, I grew up going to to city schools where I did. I was at a school where I was, you know, it was definitely mixed. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, say that. <laughs> so I, I was not like the majority at the school. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it it definitely was a rough situation. I ended up hanging out with different people for different reasons because of my life situation. Mm-hmm. And I grew up hanging out with the wrong people. I had to move all the way across country when I was 20 to get out. Right. Like, I I, I left. I don't know if I said this to you before, but, like, let me just. Have you you have you read a book before? Have I read a book? <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, I really think you should. Be, and I'm, I'm not it's trying a, to. It's just. I just like having an interesting life because one of my beliefs, one of my beliefs, one of my beliefs, I live this life by choice. <laughs> well, it's I just, just a like lot of stuff like you, you can't stay in the same hole for your entire life because then you're just a dead rabbit, man. Like, yeah. forget that. Like, you got to get out of your hole. So, I, like, it's just one of those. That question because I think, again, I keep, I just go back to what I told you before yeah. earlier. I think your story can help somebody. So, yeah. I, I just, no, it's one of those things. And that's why I talk to a lot of, a lot of people on my own and yeah. like I try to have like some constructive talks with especially younger guys yeah. like you know because we all have a lot to learn like I'll admit my mistakes like that's what I do as a father like I try to admit my mistakes mm-hmm. in life because we all know like if we would have listened to everything that people told us we would have avoided so much problems and a lot of times a lot of times we have to <laughs> a lot of times we have to learn it on if our I had own a dime yeah. for every time. but but my dad my my dad, he wasn't around a ton when I was a kid. Like he, he's not really a kid type person. So like when my, I'm just I'm in a nutshell. That's funny. I'm just trying to be legit, you know. Yeah. Like I love him dearly, but you know, I remember when I had my kid. He's just like, and okay, like he just hand him over. But uh, you know, this like my these, parents these got kids divorced. Are really not my thing. Yeah. My parents got divorced when I was 14, and then he was just like, you know, I'm gonna hang out with this kid now. <laughs> Because legally, I'm obligated to hang out with this kid. So, um, and and I love the guy, and he's probably would have a heart attack if he heard this. But it's it's just it. And I love our relationship because for me, it's like we're friends. So my dad does this amazing thing. Like I don't ask my mom for advice ever because she's one of those people that gives you advice, and if you don't take it, she'll she'll oh, rap on you for like the next six months about why you didn't do that. My dad wraps it up in a clean little package, drops it on the porch, and walks away. <laughs> like, he's just like, and here you go. And if you don't take it and all shit goes wrong, he doesn't say nothing about it whatsoever. He, he understands, like, yeah, he knows. Like, he probably should have took it, and he just walks away. And so that's what I do with my son, and that's what I do with the people that I talk to and stuff like that. Like, I just do the, like, the little, here's your gift, and I'm out. And if you like it, that's cool. If not, I'm not going to be like, see, you should have took it. Right. And so that's one thing that I he's taught you so. me, and like, as being more of like a good friend than a than a traditional father. Right. You but know the, I mean? feel like the book in that instance but, but wouldn't in, be that. It'll yeah. be the here's the information on the porch. And yeah, it's not even, I, th- I, it's more, I think it's, it'll be more so autobiographical for you, in my opinion. Just hearing what you oh, say. Oh, I've, I've been through fucking hell in a handbasket, and, and, and I'll tell you that. But it's been point. super fun. Like, but but you can in a bad way. Like my life is. <laughs> but it's the lesson, though. It's, my life it's is the, fucking it's the message. taught me things throughout the entire the entire thing. Like I, 
if you look at everything self-critically, then you're never going to learn anything from it. You know so, I mean? to Delano's point, what, what is cool about what's happened recently within the last decade, right? To keep it on topic a little yeah. bit. And I'm going to tell you. Well, I had something on topic, but yeah. then I lost we're, what I was we're saying. At, we're at over three hours now. Really? To- and people to- stopped well, listening a little minute. Well, minutes totally. Ago. Since I, like, I, I record, started recording maybe like 20 minutes before we actually got going. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, is that is fun. that the, the yeah. another another really good thing? that's come out of the the way things are now with like people being able to put their music out there on their own and and really cutting out the middleman is self-publishing too like the same thing like mm-hmm. you, you're able to not trying to force you to do anything no. I just think, well, but think now, about but how nowadays, many people have uh, come out and put their material out there and become right. big because but, of it but, like, but nowadays amazing. like it, it's 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 never been easier before there was always these hoops and these middlemen you had to go through to get anything done and there's a lot of time now where you're able to buy. Do you all think it. it's easier, or do you think it's harder to separate the wheat from the chaff? No, it's both. Easier. It's 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 easier, but it's also harder, right? So like, whereas it's easier for you to get your material out there on your own, you now have to do most of the work to promote it. Which is whereas, why. Whereas it's before, to separate the the, the wheat before. It was harder to get your material out there, but once it did, you didn't have to do that work. That was behind the distributor. Whoever was was doing that work for you, they did all that work, right? Because now they were invested in it, so they were the ones putting out the money to, to, to promote it, to get it out there. So it is a kind of like a, the double-edged sword, right? Like, there's never been a more creative time where you're able to get your shit out there but also you have to do the work and i think that's where maybe you see the 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 separation between the 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 people that really want it versus the people that just want it and talk about it because to really make it to really get it out there you have to do the work like for for sure for instance, this show, right? Like doing this is I'm not making any money. It's purely for fun at this point. Like if I make some extra money that's like supplemental income, cool. But if not, no big deal, right? Well, I think it so, takes a while. It does take things. a while. So but it, but it's not it. like a priority. Like I never started yeah. doing this with the intention of, oh dude, I'm gonna make You gotta a bunch get some blood on your hands first. You gotta crack some nuts. For sure. Yeah. But like there's other podcasts that are like I follow on Instagram and stuff where they they are every day. 10 posts at least they're posting memes they're posting stuff about their episodes all that my digital footprint's pretty small you know i i actually i just recently put in my phone like calendar reminders every other day to put three posts out around eight o'clock three things just to increase my content because i hate the social media aspect of it and i hate that part of of trying to push it but i understand that it's for this to reach more people and to have a bigger impact and to attract more guests and to help me find people that want to, you know, come and share their stories that I need to reach a wider audience. So it's what I have to do. And I think this time is, has been able to do that has been able to allow people to create that stuff. But it, maybe that's where we've talked about before that barrier to entry. Maybe that's the new barrier is the work, the work, right? Like that's the new barrier. Cause anybody can put out some garbage, but for that garbage to really reach everyone, they got to put in the work to get that garbage out there. I think that 
I mean, that's an answer for anything for the most part. Like nobody walks into shit. No, but I think it was it was. I mean, before there were there were times, kind, you know, like there were times where you were able to just get that lucky strike, in in all the the rest of the work was done for you. Yeah, we're at three hours. I think um, it's a rock and roll fantasy. Yeah, like you said, the work the work is what separates everything <laughs> now, and I think the the mindset is is that it looks easy because social media makes it look so easy because yes. everybody posts their yes. final product on social media nobody posts their process that is a, the definite hard part because you know you don't see you don't prior see. to cuts or yeah. discussion or you don't see or the, the fail edits you don't see that's what i enjoy about what jp does with this show because it's like i'm showing the growth i'm big on the process because again it's your testimony it's your story it shows right. how you did what you did which is why i was saying with you i think your story is an interesting one that can help someone and that's the thing we don't see. And everybody has a platform for a reason. Um, use your platform responsibly. Again, don't cancel us. Uh, this is right. a joke. <laughs> These are jokes. Um, if you heard something here that offended you. I love how you, he, like, um, he keeps looking at the, ca- yes, the cameras. It's great. Just have a conversation. Don't Pleading kill people audience. for their opinion. You'll be surprised, man. People are offended. Be surprised at how excited yes. you get when you actually listen to opinion outside of your own. Yes. And I feel like that's the thing. I feel like um, I, I, that's what I try to do. Now, some stuff is just far-fetched and just like, I'm not entertaining that, but I know I'm not going to entertain it, so I don't even... Yeah. I try to I research what I don't understand Yeah, for instead sure. of just being like, this is what I believe and right. fuck everybody else. Yeah. So before we wrap up, one last question for everyone. What do you see the next 10 years bringing? Bringing me or bringing the world? Just bringing the world. Because for us individually, I mean... It could be so many things, especially depending on what our goals are and what we're trying to accomplish, right? But for like the the general world, and, and if you want to even narrow it down to the United States, just because like we're in such a period of turmoil, <laughs> and where everything is so bipartisan, and it is it, that true us against them mentality, it feels like in my lifetime from when I've been paying attention that we've never been so divided. And that's, it's a really big frustration for me because it, it's, it's how can anything, how can progress be made? How can anything get done? If we're, we're so worried with just battling the other person because they're the other person versus what's better for everyone. Uh, so what do you, what do you guys think is the next 10 years looks like? Terrible. I'll, I'll be happy if uh, the rest of what hasn't already happened uh, doesn't continue to happen in the movie Idiocracy. Because we're already there. We're already there. President Comanche. Comancho's president. Comancho. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, stupid people continue to breed. I mean, and continue to put their opinion out there and brainwash everyone. And it's, yeah, I'll be happy if we don't end up there. With the piles of trash, too. I think, again, everything is going to be terrible. Um, Exactly. I think it's going to get worse, um, even from a political standpoint. I think that gets worse. I think you see more devastating deaths. I think you see more uh, devastating, like, fires, like the war with the wildfires. We're seeing earthquakes because the earth is giving out on itself for various reasons. I think you see a lot more of that. I think you see a lot more. We're ready for another disaster. Yeah. I think you see a lot more what we're seeing with the, the, you know, suicide rate going up. I just don't see this next decade being as great as we think it should be and i think it's because nobody has found a solution to the problems that we have right now you know what? let me not say that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say that let me let me not let me not dive that deep into it i say the next five years look like that i think after that we'll maybe see some light but 
for the next five years, I think it gets worse, personally. I think there's a long-term, a long-term win in it. And I only say that because I don't believe in what I'm seeing because, of course, the squeaky wheel is always squeaking. Like, God damn, this what, guy is analogies. <laughs> what is always out there, what you see on a daily basis. I'm surprised is, you weren't writing all these down. It, I remember. Is, is the worst of the worst. And I believe that there's people that are using this time to analyze, to think, to get better, to become a greater version of themselves. They're just not the ones that are in the forefront right now. Oh, I agree. Yeah. As, I agree. Yeah. As the, there's, there's definitely going to have yeah. to be a changing of the guard, for as, sure. As the time moves oh, on, to say the least. Like, as he, he's talking about like five years, like I think at the end of ten years, there will be like a crash and a turn. Like it is one of those things where this negativity has a has point where its it, it has to run it co- its course at one time. Mm. And it's not negativity on one side. It's negativity with everyone. Yeah. Like it's negativity with communication, with discussion, with debate, with anything that can be. There is no, there is no innocence and there is no guilty in this. It is 100% across the board. What's and that I, quote where it's like there's no facts, there's just merely opinions? Who said that? I don't that's a, that's a great quote. That's a good quote. I don't quote. know, but opinions are like assholes. Everyone has them, and they yeah. all stink. I'm going to say you said it so far. Yeah. It's up there with streets. It's yeah. up there with the streets. It's, ju- it's, it's digital. digital. I'm definitely posting this. Yeah, the streets is digital. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but, but I really believe that, that it isn't as negative as it wants to be. And the people that try to rise above the negativity will be the ones that win in the long term and that's what i agree mm-hmm. and I'm, i know i know we kind of cutting off but i just want to piggyback on that right quick because that's what I'm, I'm i'm trying to you did a very better job of articulating what i was trying to say like mm-hmm. much better, much much better you know which is the wisdom of why you need to write your book but anyway like um <laughs> that is exactly what i'm trying to say and and going again this is not a spiritual podcast but i'm going to make spiritual references here i think god is utilizing all of the negativity which is why i said the negativity needs to run its course to put those people in true place because a lot of the times if feathers doesn't and get ruffled or things don't happen some people don't have the courage to step up because the necessity right. is not there and i think out of this negativity you're going to see a lot of generational wealth birth once this tide turns and you're going to see a lot of things change for the better after this tide turns and we're going to experience peace on another level that i think we haven't seen in some time and i think we're going to ride that for a period of time probably in 20 years i would say after this initial four to five i think four to five that five-year market we're going to see that yeah. turn start yep. to slowly happen and we'll Once slowly they all see start retiring yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, could dying. The, that could be that too. yeah the next couple yeah. years are still gonna well, be a it's shit that show too, sure. but I, I have a lot of belief in oh, my, my son's generation well, I just want to say I enjoy coming to the Get Up podcast every time I come. I always get to meet interesting people every time, have interesting conversations. I appreciate JP Fortis. Am I closing the show out? That is so awesome that I get yeah, to close I the show so. out. <laughs> you have the voice. Oh, there's something else playing in the background, too. I was yeah. trying, oh, shit. Yeah. But I just, uh, uh, I just enjoy myself every time I come. I appreciate it. Again, if you need anything business-related, talk to me. I, I'm here. Let's chat. Let's build. I'm interested in all Well, Delano, how do they get a hold of you? Um, you can actually follow the Instagram page. It's building the bridges for you. Our lowercase letters, the number four in you at the end. That is how you reach out to me. If you want to email, it's the same thing, building the bridges for you. 
four and you the number four and you at gmail i'm here for all of those kind of things and i'm interested to see that again i'm interested to see where things go i'm interested to see where you go thank and you sir interested to see what happens with this podcast the stand-up one of the things i always admire about you is your ability to do new things and your hustle towards it thank i think you. you are more brave than you give yourself credit for i think what's holding you back is is your cult, you're so hard on yourself and i've been telling you that since I've oh met yeah you. like dude you know, my ambition i tell my girlfriend yeah. all the time i'm like i feel like fucking stressed out because there's so many things i want to do but ambition costs ambition and costs and i don't think going back success is, is, is rented ambition costs and people don't understand that you have to sacrifice in order to be ambitious and i think that's the thing we're missing going back to the whole decade thing we see the success on instagram we don't realize what it costs yeah. it costs something everything costs something and that's what i enjoy about watching you everything that Thank you, you do i feel like it's success even the book like it's successful because of your ambition and it's just you're buying your time i look at you like how i look how elton john was i took him like that four or five year mark to get the success he wanted to see but it just was successful and he didn't really change anything for the most part except for his appearance and it's like fine-tuning and once you fine-tune yeah. correctly you're gonna find this groove that you kind of get in where everything is just gonna work good i hope right, so and that yeah. on a high note oh, love so you guys delano again appreciate you coming on the podcast kelly do you have any final words i can't follow that <laughs> <laughs> well kelly thank you for being a guest in the podcast no for your first anytime. time justin Thank you for being a guest in the podcast. Thank you for having me on here. For the totally second appreciate time. It. Oh, dude, all the time. You know I'm in for the third anytime you want. Excellent. Again, thanks everyone for listening. That is The Get Up. Thanks for listening to The Get Up. Make sure to check out thegetupshow.com for more information on this episode's guests. While you're there, check out other episodes, leave a comment, or if you'd like to be a guest on a future episode, shoot an email to contact at thegetupshow.com. Don't forget to follow, like, and share on Facebook at The Get Up Show Podcast. Follow on Instagram and Twitter at The Get Up Show and subscribe to The Get Up YouTube channel. The Get Up is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts.